sir. Yes, sir. What's going on around Sunday, Sunday, Sunday? It is the Lord's Day. You know how we do. What's going on, people? See how my levels are sounding out here? Getting ready. Gerald Mack first in the building. What's going on? <laughs> Salute to ILP. You already know. AKW, what's going on? Lydia Master, what's up? You know what I mean? Lord Metroid, what's see? I see you. Fun speculation. What's going on, brother? Texas in the building. What's going on? Hope you guys have a good show. I appreciate you, man. Much love on that for sure. I am Mike. I am Mike Tyson. <laughs> we got Tyson in the building. Salute, Mike. <laughs> Dev Mobile, what's going on, bro? Good to see you. Thank you, AKW, for the level check. You know how we do. Sunday, the Lord's Day. Getting ready, you know. His show, we got Rikari coming through. Addict coming through. You know what I'm saying? Saul coming through. Just got to make sure, uh, see what's going on. King might be on, is on vacation. You know what I'm saying? Well-deserved. Well-deserved. But, um, yeah, he would definitely be missed. We're going to have a fun show. We got some surprises, some things. You know what I'm saying? Getting ready, a little memorial day weekend, right? So, to give y'all a little something. You know what I mean? We could have took the time off, but I know King. We, King definitely needed it. <laughs> so, we wanted to give him the time. But, uh, yeah, we just got to do a little something. Get the legendary Ricari in here. Have some fun on the Sunday, the Lord's Day. Dallas man, what's up? What's going on? I see you, brother. Mr. Ordinary, holla, Mexican, Zoidberg, what's up? Awful Grim Bones, let's get it. IMAX, he said, what's up, Sunday? ILP Indy 500, 5 F1. Oh, he a racer, dude. Coca-Cola 600, he can seven. Less seven, okay, okay. <laughs> he ready, IMAX is ready, I like it. So, yo, we gonna go get Macari up in here. And um, yeah, he said David will get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's chilling. He, he he in the beach somewhere. He's doing it real big right now. Oh, Englewood, Chicago in the building. Real console. Oh, you a real? He said. <laughs> he said I'm outside. I'm a real con. <laughs> yeah, that day you gotta you gotta relax. You gotta relax in that day. Real console. <laughs> Come on, man. Put, put the guns down. We here for peace. <laughs> anyway, look. Hope we get everybody in the building, have a fun show, and I'm going to see y'all in a bit. to the show if you would not mind go ahead and uh find yourself a spot get comfortable grab a snack do all that good stuff that we need to do and um you know we're about to get started i am well it's not important who i am uh, what's important is that you are pulling up to the iron lords podcast right now as we speak and uh i guess i'm here to keep you entertained until it's time to get this show started so um <clears throat> look 
Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yoga, yoga, This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call the department and I get the blame Still I be running, collecting them rings You just a target when I'm in the range I was the hardest to start Regardless, back when you was messaging people on AIM Check my vocals All on Twitter, but I'm anti-social Love my city, but I'm still by coastal I got you. Nah, let's switch that what I Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled For them to be your dogs, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't here to boil you You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for you Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places, better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man. Welcome to the show. If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot, get comfortable, grab a snack, do all that good stuff that we need to do, and, um, you know, we're about to get started. I am, well, it's not important who I am. Uh, what's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast right now as we speak, and uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained until it's time to get this show started. So, um, <clears throat> look. Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yoga, fire. This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call the department and I get the blame still i'll be running collecting them rings you just a target when i'm in the range i was the hardest to start regardless back when you was messaging people on aim check my vocals all on twitter but i'm anti-social love my city but i'm still by coastal i got you. no let's switch that Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled For them to be your dogs, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't here to boil you You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for you Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places, better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man, welcome to the show If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot Get comfortable, grab a snack Do all that good stuff that we need to do And, um, you know, we're about to get started I am, well, it's not important who I am uh, What's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast Right now as we speak And uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained Until it's time to get this show started So, um, <clears throat> look Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yoga, fire. This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call the department and I get the blame still i'll be running collecting them rings you just a target when i'm in the range i was the hardest to start regardless back when you was messaging people on aim check my vocals all on twitter but i'm anti-social love my city but i'm still by coastal i got you. no let's switch that um, what are you doing don't stop no that was dope keep that keep that going keep that going <laughs> 
Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled. Fit on to be your dog, they ain't very loyal. But I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't here to boil you. You ain't gotta say it. I'm embarrassed for you. Always been a nerd, never been a loser. Making Voltron with a gang of cougars. And I'm going places better tell a Uber because it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger. That's. Whew. Let's do that again. Hear ye, hear ye, man. Welcome to the show. If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot, get comfortable, grab a snack, do all that good stuff that we need to do, and, um, you know, we're about to get started. I am, well, it's not important who I am. Uh, what's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast right now as we speak, and uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained until it's time to get this show started. So, um, <clears throat> look. Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call the department and I get the blame still i'll be running collecting them rains you just a target when i'm in the range i was the hardest to start regardless back when you was messaging people on aim check my vocals all on twitter but i'm anti-social love my city but i'm still by coastal i got no let's switch that what i want to Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Fit on to be your dog, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't here to boil you You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for you Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man. Welcome to the show. If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot, get comfortable, grab a snack, do all that good stuff that we need to do, and, um, you know, we're about to get started. I am, well, it's not important who I am. Uh, what's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast right now as we speak, and uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained until it's time to get this show started. So, um, <clears throat> look. Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I'm addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call the department and I get the blame still i'll be running collecting them rains you just a target when i'm in the range i was the hardest to start regardless back when you was messaging people on aim check my vocals all on twitter but i'm anti-social love my city but i'm still by coastal i got no let's switch that Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Fit on to be your dog, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't here to boil you You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for you Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man. Welcome to the show. If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot, get comfortable, grab a snack, do all that good stuff that we need to do, and, um, you know, we're about to get started. I am, well, it's not important who I am. Uh, what's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast right now as we speak, and uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained until it's time to get this show started. So, um, <clears throat> look. 
Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I am addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yo, 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 This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call a department and I get the blame Still I be running, collecting them rings You just a target when I'm in the range I was the hardest to start regardless Back when you was messaging people on AIM Check my vocals All on Twitter, but I'm anti-social Love my city, but I'm still by coastal I got Nah, let's switch that up um, what I Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled. Fit on the be your dog, they ain't very loyal. But I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't heard the boy. You ain't gotta say it. I'm embarrassed for you. Always been a nerd, never been a loser. Making Voltron with a gang of cougars. And I'm going places better tell a Uber because it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger. That's. Whew. Let's do that again. Hear ye, hear ye, man. Welcome to the show. If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot, get comfortable, grab a snack, do all that good stuff that we need to do, and, um, you know, we're about to get started. I am, well, it's not important who I am. Uh, what's important is that you are pulling up to the Iron Lords podcast right now as we speak, and uh, I guess I'm here to keep you entertained until it's time to get this show started. So, um, <clears throat> look. Y'all done messed up and turned me to an animal And haters be swearing they real But come to find out that they really mechanical And yeah, I be eating these rappers But that's all a part of me being a cannibal And they say I'm better than money Because you can bank on me being accountable I know a million rappers that don't want to be on a song with me That's understandable I kill a beat and they want to compare me to Freddie and Jason I'd rather be Hannibal They be like, why use a video game? Just be original, y'all too dramatical I know it's random, but I am addicted to flipping the sample And making it flammable This is that yo- yo- yoga, fire. This is that yoga, fire, flame They think it's arson up in the apartment They call the department and I get the blame still i'll be running collecting them rings you just a target when i'm in the range i was the hardest to start regardless back when you was messaging people on aim check my vocals all on twitter but i'm anti-social love my city but i'm still by coastal i got nah, let's switch that Look, I guess you could say that I'm very spoiled Fit on the be your dog, they ain't very loyal But I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't heard the boy You ain't gotta say it, I'm embarrassed for you Always been a nerd, never been a loser Making Voltron with a gang of cougars And I'm going places better tell a Uber Cause it's pretty hard to sleep on Freddy Krueger That's, whew, let's do that again Hear ye, hear ye, man, welcome to the show If you would not mind, go ahead and uh, find yourself a spot Get comfortable, grab a snack Do all that good stuff that we need to do And, um, you know, we're about to get and we are live. Iron Lord Podcast. Lord Cognito here talking about the latest with Advanced GG. There's a lot of things going on with the new product line. Let's get right to it. So we got that focus line, y'all. This is that standard. This is what we use right now. Kind of our caffeine substitute. And what we usually do right now when we're gaming, we don't use coffee anymore. We're utilizing this focus. On deck number two, you already know this is my favorite right here, the energy line. You already know birthday cake, one of my absolute favorites. Completely delicious. This is a pre-workout equivalent. And also, doesn't use beta adenine, so you don't get the jitters and stuff like that. So it's really good for that. And then the new, new, we got that hydration. 
should line, y'all. This is really good for people who don't like caffeine, who want an electrolyte substitute, and it is really sugar-free, absolutely delicious. So you got your three choices. Once again, you know Coglove is sour. You already know, and we're doing this right now. So go get yourself to AdvancedGG.com. Use code IRONLORD on the checkout. This is something I use all the time. Got to support AdvancedGG. Great products if you want to get your workout on. Even if you don't work out, you're just gaming, you need that focus. And again, the hydration line for those who don't want caffeine, no sugar, electrolytes, you're good to go. Lord Cognito here, Iron Lord Podcast. Peace. Even if you really was that dude, King David still be the king of the statues. Since a juvenile, I've been cursed with a curse to be musical. And if you hate it, we'll meet in the crucible. Other than that, then it's cool and it's beautiful. We let you know that your dreams are pursuable. Whatever you want to do, then it's doable. If you got work on a Sunday, it's suitable. Because you can listen to this in your cubicle on the Lord's Day. If you got work on a Sunday, it's suitable. Because you can listen to this in your cubicle on the Lord's Day. Level check right quick. Talk real quick. Solve. Let me see something. Let me see something move. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hear ye, hear ye. And we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords Podcast, LLC, and also live on lordsofgaming.net, episode number 259. And it's another glorious Sunday. We're back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm very excited about our special guest, and we've got PlayStation games on PC and mobile, Xbox turning down Marvel, and TCL mid-gen refresh leaks to discuss, so we go get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord who is not only a true ambassador for community management and interviews within games culture, but his unique skill set of hosting and entertainment always shine on the biggest stage. Introducing the senior community manager at GameStop and former product marketing manager at Xbox, the lord of all Seattle sports and Dragon Ball tattoos, whose shoe game has quietly leveled up as one of the best in gaming. Live from Washington and finally making his debut into the realm of the lords, my man. Lord Ricari, how we doing, sir? Man, all gas, no brakes. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lee. First of all, 
If I were two shades lighter, I'd be blushing right now. <laughs> I feel bad because in my I head, I was like, I can see it in spirit. I can see it in spirit. Yeah, right? And second, I'm out here like, man, my shoe game ain't that crazy. Nah, man. bro, bro. I see you moving. You, you, got, you got them Yeezys with car. You got bro. Them. No, no. None of that. None of that. See, that's just it. None of the heat. I just get what I want. Uh -huh. I'm public about it. Uh, yeah. Down. How we doing? I'm doing good, bro. Good to have you, man. Good to have you. We obviously, was rocking out at PAX East, so it was good to see you work and stuff like that doing your thing but um yeah long overdue man big fan and um what you been playing man what's been going on what's the, what's the games been like for you nothing warzone warzone was you know okay. uh, I, I very much evolved into a social gamer throughout the years mm -hmm. uh we can blame the pandemic and all that but i mean i just i hop online when my buddies hop online i do mm -hmm. destiny dailies every now and again mm -hmm. um i'm finding my like sort of indie niche like mm -hmm. i've been playing pokemon arceus just randomly at night but it's like 30 minutes here and there, and then Warzone is the one where I still get the good, the session. Yeah. Yeah, Warzone's cool, man. I gotta, I gotta get that going. They got new content coming, or what was you doing? Are you still waiting for the for the next joint? Because we already hear the rumors of, of the, the next iteration, so to speak. Yeah, you know, really, again, it's, it's about the friends. So if the friends jump online and say, we just playing this little mode, all right, let's do it. You know, get to hang out with the knuckleheads and, <laughs> and do the thing. So the content, not to say the content can be stale, but... Uh. It's never been about like destiny. I'm definitely chasing the carrot, right? I'm Ooh. like, I gotta get this new exotic weapon. That's I gotta right. go, you know, do this. Yes. Warzone is just everybody hops online. I'm like, let me hear the BS that my friends gonna be starting today. <laughs> let me see who's raging, who's doing yeah. this, and let's go get a couple of doves. I no doubt that community battle royale. <laughs> Right? <laughs> no doubt. So you already know. Uh, we supposed to have four horsemen of gaming. Uh, the, the two uh, horsemen of the apocalypse <laughs> here. <laughs> We're missing two horsemen of the apocalypse. One, we could wreak havoc just the two of yeah, us. Yeah. One is in the bushes, so we're going to call him out. Nord Attic. I don't know what you was doing last night. We're going to speak we gonna speak about that. Hopefully, he joins in progress. I mean, we and can speculate, right? We can speculate. <laughs> and then one is legit on, on, on vacation. So salute to the king. He's out there moving and shaking right now, doing his thing somewhere on beaches of Aruba, somewhere sands. His beard. I was like, yo, what's the beard? I know he comfortable because the yeah, beard is just loose. Beard, it, it, he no care about the beard it oil. Just for <laughs> <laughs> you know he having a good time. He's not a care of the world. out there. So <laughs> I, I was like, okay, I feel that, man. You all natural with it. You all yeah, natural. Yeah. <laughs> He deserved, well deserved. Well King deserved. King only travels when he's with us. No, fact, bro. King don't, King don't take no vacation. So yeah, salute to the King. Send some love to him. You know what I'm saying? Getting his rest and relaxation on. But we still have the most technical gaming lord. The solo gamer who lives for the single player selfish experience. And also the Sostradamus. Lord Carry of the Iron Bank. My man, Mr. Sovereign, how we doing? I'm good. I'm chilling, you know? Just, uh... Just, just, just waiting one more week and I'm out of here. Yeah, then you. So you get the move. The move is gonna be done. Yes, thank God. Nice. I got. Get, I packed a month ago and here I am finally moving. So this is, this is what happened. Ooh, but nice. I, nice. I need a. I need a little bump this morning. So oh, you always look at what you got. Oh, we got the powder. Put that the, up, so The sour. Sour. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We're going to put that to the screen. So, so yeah. what, what was the cut like? What was, how, oh, how was, I was it doing I, for I you? Didn't real, I didn't realize that the green screen. Yeah, the green screen is killing you right now. But I just, just for, the, just for the... I knew what it was, though. I knew what it was. <laughs> he's, getting, he's doing that advanced GG sour. Yeah, That's yeah, what we're doing? I got, got, got We're pushing that, P. Let's go. Pushing P, sour apple, doing this thing. Yeah, it's sweet as hell, because I have definitely more than eight ounces of water in this water And it, whoa. 
<laughs> it hit different. It hit different. Yeah, you know, you, you got we got to make up for King and Attic today. So you know, you gotta gotta, gotta have some more energy. <laughs> I, I am chilling, man. I am. I again, I haven't done much gaming because my consoles are already put away. I have Little Man out, oh, but okay. I haven't had a chance to. I haven't had a chance to plug it in. And, exactly. So I haven't done a lot of that. I got some. Uh, I actually picked up Mario Golf. Okay. And I hadn't done that before. And so I, I started messing with that. And, you know, it, those Mario sports games are just cool and fun to play. So, mm-hmm. I, and it's funny. It, mm-hmm. I've always seen golf as a game that it, it would be fun to play because I like the minutiae of trying to, you know, you know, you know, get get the ball in the hole. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Pause. But, but watching it has never been something I wanted to do. <laughs> so you know, so so Mario gives an extra layer of fun to that 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 I can I can vibe with. So I'm doing that, and I like I said last week, I've been doing since I don't have anytime I try to actually stop to read, mm-hmm. being that I'm just yeah, you know, I'm always up and out and about. Mm-hmm. I fall asleep. So I said, okay, audio books, right? So I, I told you guys I finished Reggie's book, oh, and yeah. this past. Last week, I had started both of uh, uh, Jason Schreier's books and mm-hmm. not finished them because, again, I just fall asleep. Oh, yeah, Blood, Sweat, Pixels, and Blood, other Sweat. one. I forgot what And that uh, Press Reset. Yeah, so, Press Reset. So I, had bo- I got both of them on, on Audible and went through both of them. Mm-hmm. Good reads, man. I, it gives you a lot of insight into, you know, we sit here sometimes we talk about, oh, this game, you know, all delays. Mm-hmm. Dude, everything gets delayed, man. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, everything gets delayed. Everything is is, is a hellhole until it's not. Mm-hmm. And that's just the nature of game development. I, and I think the more that people like us start really realizing that and mm-hmm. incorporating that thinking into how we talk about games. Yeah. I, I just think in general, in mm-hmm. general, I think the environment will be better because to be, to, everything is just a yeah. ball of flame yeah. until it's not mm-hmm. and until it's not is usually very close to release very close um, to release you'd be surprised how things come together last minute too yeah yeah so mm-hmm. I, I tell you it's it, very good read just informative it's just straight facts about a lot of stuff he doesn't really you know he has his, his thoughts about crunch and and sort of the idea of the volatility in in, in gaming how people just have to be uprooted every couple of years because yeah. studios close and stuff yeah. like that but the Kurt Schilling joint was crazy. Kurt Schilling, did you read that one? Thirty Eight no. Studios. Studios. Is, yeah, that was a crazy situation. It, it was because he, mm-hmm. you know, Kurt Schilling approached that situation from the uh, the point like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna apply what made me successful to this game studio. Right. And in theory, like he gave all he gave them. Bro, they was perks balling. You see the balling, balling. Yeah, I was and like, he, did, he yeah. didn't realize he just didn't know understand the dynamics of what it took to really make a game. And mm-hmm. and you know, and then he started sort of inter- interjecting himself into the development process and be like, oh, this would be cool. Like, yeah, let's just add flying mounts to this game. <laughs> That'd be easy. <laughs> yeah, it'll be easy. You know, yeah. things like that. So it, it's a very interesting read because it just it just gives you insight mm-hmm. onto a, a lot of stuff that a lot of us assume when yeah. we talk about this stuff. That's and a fact. Yeah, it's better to be well informed. So that's what I've been doing. No doubt, no doubt. Hey, I did not expect to be out here buying books, but now I'm like, those sound, those sound. <laughs> nah, they, they, Yo, they're good reads. Good reads, he, bro. They're very good reads because they give you insight. Mm-hmm. It's 38 Studios. Um, what the heck else? Um, all the stuff that went down with Hangar 13, the mm-hmm. Mafia people, the Bioshock. Um, so irrational games. Yeah. A lot of stuff that, if you recall, there was a point. There was there was there was this point in time that it was just like studios were closing like left, left and right, right. Mm-hmm. and a lot of it just had to do with you know kind of authorship sort of kind of mm-hmm. taking over the, the 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 game development process in a way that sort of 
blew things out and there was no sort of direction and sort of finite points to, to things and it's just it's just a very interesting thing because when you start looking at how things are trending now mm-hmm. uh, you look at ken levine ken levine's newest game still has not come oh, out and we're yeah. going like eight years or something like that so it, it's one of those things where it, it just gives you a lot of insight onto wow i i, I assume this i assume this and mm-hmm. it, it's just not the case at all no, real talk real talk definitely a good read definitely i caught that up for the destiny stuff just to see how that came together as well that mm-hmm. was, oh that yes was really good. No doubt. So that's it, Solves. Yeah, much that's it. it, man. That's pretty much it. No doubt. And of course, we have the Game Ninja himself, the Shinobi, Lord Cognito, spreading that realness in the realm of our ILP, not telling what you want to hear, what you need to hear. Shout out to Mr. Maddie Plays. The Finding Duke should be up now on uh, YouTube for Last Day of Media. We had a good good talk about whether Game mm-hmm. Pass should be canceled or not. The streets are talking. <laughs> it's crazy. Talk. People <laughs> yelling out. <laughs> Ricardo rolled his <laughs> Streets are, streets are talking out their rear end. Yeah, the, streets are, the Twitter streets is hot. Everybody uh, got a spicy take about this. I Jesus. definitely was a little spicy, this one. So go check that out. I, I had a lot to say there. I have more to say later here. But um, yeah, go check that out. We also talked, you know, acquisition talk, all that stuff. Shout out to The Last Word. Ibantis Tiger Travis talking that Destiny Talk season of The Hunt Haunted. We've been talking about that, how we feel, likes, dislikes, you know what I mean? What's going on there? And then, um, yeah, as far as me, it's been, yeah, Destiny season started. That I haven't done the new dungeon yet. I got to check that out. People have been talking, um, you know, that's good. So I got to see. And then um, on my VR game, getting Demio ready because, you know, we got new stuff coming, new content mm-hmm. coming. I'm absolutely in love with that game. New um, adventure as well as like a new uh, character in the game coming. So I want to get prepped for that. But, um, yeah, that's what I got right now. So I was going to do the um, Scribe of the Month and then or you want to do cool. the or, or you Yeah, yeah real, real, real quick before we go to Scribe of the Month, mm-hmm. um, in the spirit of King's absence, let's yes. talk quickly about fights last oh, night. Oh, my <laughs> bad. Yes, yes. In the spirit of King, combat talk. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to Javon too, right? Tank, Tank. Tank Davis versus uh, our Roly Romero. Mm. Um, there was a lot of a lot of talk going into talk. this fight. Uh, Roly is the young up and comer, very strong, big boy, uh, bigger, bigger dude, than, bigger than dude than Tank. Yeah. And uh, it, it's very good to see Tank sort of get past that that early sort of hubris point when you're young and you just think you he, that he's he's called Tank for a reason, yes, right? Run through. You could you can see he was very much. A more seasoned, measured fighter. He mm. realized that yes. Roly was a bigger dude than him. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I learned from from wrestling is mm. that when you're wrestling a dude that's bigger than you, because a lot of times I would go into matches where dudes were my weight class, mm. but it was you know 150 pounds of muscle. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's I different. Was, I wasn't that. <laughs> so it's like, and you know, when they when somebody shoots in on you, they tell you you know you sprawl, right? Yeah. But a lot of times the best thing you can do if you're fast and you're very good. And I, I was, you know, I, I wasn't that, mm-hmm. but if you can catch that guy's momentum moving mm-hmm. forward and like use a wizard or something to get, to use his momentum against him and put him on his face, that's what the smaller guy has to do. Use yeah. the guy's forward movement, his momentum against him. And that's exactly what tank did yesterday. Mm-hmm. It, it was reminiscent of, you know, the, the Ricky Hatton check hook with, with Floyd. Yeah. Or, or, or Manny Pacquiao and, and Marquez. And Marquez when he ran it, because this dude ran into the joint. He literally yeah. ran into a punch that it it was like a quick check hook that he kind of moved out the way, mm-hmm. put it right in his face, boom, and that was it. Yeah. Um, and you know that 
smart fighters, you know, do that. And again, sometimes you look at Tank, you're like, oh man, he, he's not focused like that. But Tank, he's been learning and yeah. he is, he's definitely a veteran now. And you could see that in his movements and how measured he is. He doesn't make a lot of stupid mistakes. Mm -hmm. And and shout out to him because, uh, you know, King predicted that he would go down because he wanted to see something. King wanted the upset. He, would have played. he wanted the upset. But uh, I didn't like the fact, Roly, don't do that. Stay yeah, yeah, come talk. on, take your L like a man. Take your L like take, a you man. You know what I'm saying? And go, yeah. get, go get interviewed. Don't run, decline the interview. Because you were doing a lot of talking, bro. Like, you were doing yeah. mad talking. you were a lot talking. of talking. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. But that, he was definitely the biggest punch of the tank as, as faced. Yes. Um, And so far, you know, he he, he passed that test. But, mm -hmm. there, you know, there are some dudes. Like, shout out to the Logic Wins in the chat. Yeah. Teofimo, Shakur, Kabosas. Yeah. There, there's some dudes up and coming that, again, tank has to show that sort mm -hmm. of, that veteran sort of mm -hmm. guile. And, and be able to sort of. I gotta out get. How to hold on, guys. I got. I gotta get logic in the chat. He said it's an early stoppage, though. What? Did you see that boy's nah, legs, dude? He that was still dizzy walking <laughs> back. To, walking back to the locker room. <laughs> nah, Yo, that boy was... legs doing a Harlem shake with the ref. No. The ref gave him so much time. <laughs> like, yeah, like, his legs was like that, nah, fam. Nah, my mind it, wanted, but my body no, said no. There, there was no. Uh, you, did you see? He there was no argument. There's no argument. There was no argument. Usually, when you when you're like, no, I can go. There was no response because he wasn't there. Yeah, they like, they, they, they that ref would have let him back in. That would have been a body in the street. There would have blood on his hands. He needed help getting back to the locker room so he, he no <laughs> oh no nah. see logic keeping it real he said my bad i got a rep for my cubano ah that's no, no what it doubt. is I he, he could have still fought yeah, <laughs> shout out you, cuba in the house i, I, I respect live, it live to fight another day. live to fight another day brother <laughs> we need your brain cells please so anyway but yeah man great fight great fight, great fight great check fight. that out and um yeah man um real quick while you queue up it's that time of the month you know what we do. Lordsofgaming.net has been blessed. Some tremendous writing talent. Shout out to all the scribes. Had a great Lognet meeting yesterday with the entire team. A lot of new additions. A lot of hungry people, you know, for the team. Just making content. And we're moving and shaking, man. So we got to celebrate the team. But we do want to celebrate one particular writer who kind of went above and beyond in the month of May. My brother has been killing it with the Lord's Minute with King on a, a pop culture. And I think he had like a She-Hulk one that mm -hmm. they did. Actually, it was so good that Attic put it up on the on the um, on IOP, and it did well for us. So, um, salute to him. He always does good Destiny coverage, and he's just always in the game, man. Good combination of video production as well as um audio stuff. So, we proudly present the winner of the Lord Dizzy Lognet Scribe of the Month to my man, the Prince Lord Ty Swinson. What's going on, bro? Now, I know he could not be here to accept his award. We have to do it like the Oscar. He could not be here to accept his award. Ty, Ty, Ty is killing Ty's it. Ty is killing like, it. Killing it. Like, killing it. Ty, Ty has an entire wardrobe of Teespring stuff yeah, at this yeah, point. Like, He's killing it. And, and it's to the point, like, you know, it, I want to be clear, though. These awards are competitive. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we got very our, much. Every yeah, month, yes. shout out to the editorial team. Shout out to everybody. You know that that's been uh, reviewing the work. It's it's not easy because we got talent, bro, and it's mm -hmm. always close. But yeah, a lot of a lot of people in there hustling, man. Like, yeah. I, I cannot I cannot stress how grateful we are for the work you guys do. Because again, it's from the heart. Nobody's getting paid. Yeah, it, it's just for the, for the passion of, of of the work, and you know, and, and to be honest, man, a lot of times people get this sort of they get a little bit sort of disgruntled by the fact that you know it, it, 
you're not getting paid. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not IGN yet or whatever the case may be, but it's, it's just for the love and the passion yeah, of doing it. Awesome so. way, brother. And the, th- exactly. the key thing is giving people opportunity, almost like, you know, the, the, get their the, voice the, the, the AAA, double A call up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we've, and we've given people that opportunity we have Absolutely. gone on to move on to Windows Central, that have gone on to move on to an IGN and stuff like that. So, you know, look, we love what we're doing and we got to salute our team. Shout out to Lord Ty, he's probably chilling on vacation right now, but uh, well make, deserved yeah, as well. make sure you hit up soft, get your, get your swag, get your log the IOP free stuff from the shop, whatever you need, bro. We got you. <laughs> we got you. Let's get these super chats in there. Let's get a uh, take care of a card. Bet, no mm-hmm. doubt. So we got uh start off. Member for two months, real console warrior. Shout out to you, sir. Put <laughs> the crest he, in the chat. He's, he's, real he's the real console warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Mother dudes is fraud. I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm the real fanboy here, damn it. <laughs> Then we got the homie God's Hitman. Oh, $2 man. super chat. Put it down for the Lord, baby. <laughs> he bodying uh, people for the Lord. For the Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> doing too much, man. Xbox tweeted scale bound. Why? Really? Just Did they? Did they? Oh, hell no. Oh, man. Somebody uh, check that. Somebody check that. Let's make sure that's a real tweet. Let's make sure that's official. <laughs> I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's not, it doesn't say xbox.org. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Then we got Render, $2 super chat. King got flown out by Phil Spence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, King with the dominance right now. Chilling. <laughs> then we got the homie Hargit Shani, member oh. for 12 months. Thank you, sir. Salute, brother. Salute to half the lords this fine Sunday. <laughs> no King with all these Xbox stories. Man, enjoy the R&R King. Welcome to the realm, Makari. And maybe we should fix the spelling for his name. We did that already. Yes, we did that. Soft, quickly corrected me. Oh, I, I don't know what I was doing with the YouTube. Yeah. Yes, Rukari, for a moment hey, that you were. Don't, you were, don't even worry you, about you it. You were Rakiri for a minute. <laughs> Damn. You know what? Listen, <laughs> man. With this name, anything that start with R and sound remotely close. He's like, it's close enough again. You used to it. No, no, I'm bad. I ain't that diverse, man. I'm used to it. <laughs> I was but up late last night. came in and did this one, they'd be like, you know, Devon Cooper here, Devon. Sam Wildman here, here. Rikishi here. No, like, it, just, it, it would just be the pause. It'd be, be the pause. The thing, and you'd see them thinking, I'd be like, ask me. That's me. That's me. <laughs> ask me. I'm here. No, <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. Love, love. Uh, no, no, we got a couple more that came in. We got go. Big Mad Mo, man, for 23 months. Shout out to you, sir. Mm-hmm. Thank you, brother. And we got Gaming Forte, $5 super chat. Work is more bearable when the Lords can help you through your day. Have a great show, gentlemen. Thank you, my brother. Oh, that's fellow GameStop in the building. GameStop manager Detroit in the building. What's going on, Forte? What's going on? And we got JD Gamer, $2 Super Chat. Good day, Lords. Hit that like button, folks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hit that like button. We got 320 watching right now. Hit hit that that like button. button. Shout out to Asa. He says someone retweeted the Scalebound thing from 2015. So they pulled Uh up a 2015 (laughs) Xbox tweet. Talk about <laughs> it like it's just popping. Okay, I see what's going on. There you go. Know. So we all set up. We all caught up. Cool. Let's get into it. So you already know that uh Ricari's been patient. We've got into what everybody's been playing, but we gotta focus on Lord Ricari, his video game system history, his journey into hosting at Xbox, and of course what led him to the senior community manager at GameStop. So Lord Ricari, let's start from the beginning, man. What were some mm-hmm. of the first video game systems you had and what got you into gaming? I mean, it was just the thing that you did, right? First system that we had at the house was a Nintendo, mm-hmm. like the OG NES. Um, but my pops was big on back or Pac-Man, Galaga. What was the what was the top down little airplane shooter? What, again, whatever was in the laundromat, oh. that's what we played. Top down, uh, nineteen forty three. Yeah, I think it was nineteen forty three. I okay. mean, I never knew the name. I just knew I was like, hey man, let me hold the quarters. I'm gonna be yeah. over here, and he'd be next to me playing Pac-Man. 
I'd be playing that. So mm -hmm. gaming was always just, you know, I didn't have to grow up in a time where gaming was not around. Um, you know, it was becoming the hype thing. And then, yeah, I think I was uh, six years old at my birthday. And I remember we were at Skate King, this little place, a little roller skating rink out here. Uh -huh. And they had, this is how long ago this was, they had Super Mario Brothers on the arcade machine. Like, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you could play it at the little, and it was a weird, it was like a pole with like a little TV looking screen, almost like the same ones they had at McDonald's stick, mm -hmm. sitting on the pole and you'd play there. And then I remember sitting there eating my cake. I was mad as hell because there was, <laughs> I, still, I, I see the picture in my head. It said, you know, happy birthday, daddy's big boy. And it was a Ninja Turtle on it. I'm just setting the, how old I am. <laughs> Ninja Turtle on it. And he's got blue right here, but he's holding size. And I was like, hey, yo, like, what is this? He's like, like, this ain't... <laughs> he, got, he got you. He got you the aftermarket yeah. Ninja Turtles. Oh, man, the bootleg turtles. <laughs> I was like, who did this? Anyway, Sam samurai tortoises. That's what he got yeah. Yo. So the box came out about yay big, and it was the NES, the double pack, right? Okay. The, the, the cartridge that had Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt on it. Mm -hmm. And it came with a little gun, too. Yes. And that's all she wrote. We would just play that all the time. Nice. Um, nice. Ended up picking up Double Dribble and Double there, Dribble. Just, yeah, Double Dribble was the game. Go. Yeah. That's it. Kept playing. Mm-hmm. So NES, whatever. So then from there, like with the NES, did you like kind of just stay in the ecosystem for a while, or do, were like other systems continually introduced to the to the house? I can't remember. Uh, so my brother's twelve years older than me. Okay. I can't remember if he took the NES or if I got to keep it. But it wasn't long. Like, if I got that in 92 when I'm about six, mm -hmm. I mean, SNES ended up coming out, mm. right? Um, I don't know if we had one. I don't know what happened to the NES, but I do remember, actually, it was yeah, in, like, 94, oh, 95. Let's go. Let's go. I'm, at a, let's I'm go. at this, like, Supersonics season ticket holder oh. party because this is, this is where we get into oh, weird let's go, stuff. Let's go, let's go. My mom used to date Sam Perkins. Wait, wait, wait. Sam Perkins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sam Perkins? All the time. Yeah. Game oh, wow. one versus the bull. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Wild, right? Because wow. it's still wild that I still get to talk to him, but she was going to hang out with him. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is the crazy. Their first date was the night that Sonic's lost game five in the playoffs to the Nuggets and Dikembe's oh. on the ground. Dikembe's on the ground. Oh, the, <laughs> yeah, one of the greatest yeah, yeah. upsets y'all was up yeah. to. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. So I wasn't old enough to understand that part of it. I was just sad the Sonic's lost. But she went to this charity event and it was at this little pool hall down here. Yeah. And I couldn't get in. Ooh. I couldn't get in because, or she couldn't either, mm -hmm. because you had to purchase a ticket to the event to go in. And she's like, that's not why we're here. Anyway, mm -hmm. they ended up purchasing, purchasing a ticket. Mm -hmm. I had to play pool against Nate McMillan. I ended up beating him. Nate, like, oh, who's, this, who's this kid in here, nine years old, beating, you know, beating the Sonic? And they were like, we're doing this video game thing. And I promise it's going to come around about. Let's go. Uh, and I was like, well, what do you get? Or the, what do you mean this video game thing? Like, we want to hook you up with a couple of video games. I'm like, cool. Mm. It was NBA Live 94 and NBA, mm. or, uh, and, or excuse me, Live 95, Madden 95. Yo, mm. hold but on, yeah, hold this on. Is Let me stop. December of 94. Let me start. This is real sports talk now. Live 95, the, what is it, kind of, not isometric, in the, like the diagonal one. The, that was like 95. Oh, no, that was like 98. Oh, that was 95 98. was still. Was still side to side? up and down. Mm. Who was on it? Was it Shaq Dang. and Nick Anderson? I can't remember. It's been so, I just remember 95 being like one of the classic ones, though. You know what I mean? We got to Google yeah, oh, that. No, it was, uh, mm, it was Shaq and right Hakeem. Now. Shaq and Hakeem. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, it, and Live 95 oh, was no. still, was no. still uh, uh, what, isometric. It was, right? Oh, it, it was. was. You're right. Yeah. yeah. It was still, right. 
It was isometric oh, of pixels. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine five was a big one, man. That was a big one. What? So they gave you those? Yeah, but they gave them to me on an SNES, and I remember being like, "Yo, Genesis is coming." I snuck because this was December twenty first. I was talk like, that I snuck and saw that I'm, you know, I'm getting a Genesis. No, oh. I, I low key stole them. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> they weren't looking, and I put the SNES copies back, and oh. I grabbed them for the Genesis. Yo, nice. Wait a minute. Uh, you you did the swap. You did the console version oh, swap yeah. out. Hey, and now that I got a son that's nine years old, I'm like, this boy is terrible at lying. And I think back, I was like, yeah. I probably was too. Like they probably were watching me. Like, what is he doing? Yeah, you see, you swear you were genius, down. but you yeah. know how it goes. Listen, yeah. man. So that's that's when I got my console. Like there was no older brother in the house anymore. Okay. He had long since graduated, got out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genesis was my first one, wow, hands man. down. Let's go. Let's talk some Genesis talk right here. Let's give flowers. I I personally think Genesis. Is, is I mean, Dreamcast is to be like their pinnacle, what they could be. But as far as what was actually successful them and the run that Genesis had, and being that you're a sports guy, kind of like me, people don't realize. Like you said, you made a key point. Genesis was the de facto sports console between yeah. the two because the I remember the EA ports just ran better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like whether it be yeah. the Lakers versus Celtics, NBA Live, all the stuff mm-hmm. just ended up running better. So like, give me some 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 key Genesis titles that had you. What had me? What's funny is I remember one of my first games was this Power Rangers fighting game. Then I got M- NBA Jam, NBA Jam TE, College mm. Slam. Um, what else did we have on there? There was a game called Super High Impact. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. It was like it was like NFL Blitz Football, before NFL yeah. Blitz. Yeah. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. With crazy announcers and all that. It was Blitz. Just it was. It was if, um, oh, God, why am I forgetting Bo Jackson? What's the game? What's the football game? The OG. The OG was Tech Bowl, right? Yeah. Tech so Bowl, it was yeah. like Tech Bowl sort of look, mm-hmm. like the way they lined up on the field, yes. but with NFL Blitz style gameplay. Oh, Not okay. 3D, but like that sort of look. What else did I play? Shinobi was one Sonic. I was terrible at those games, though. Um, Gosh. It was a lot of NBA Jam and a lot of College Slam. Mm-hmm. The NBA and yeah, NFL, like the Sim type games. And then yeah. my boy up the street, he had Sega Channel. He was rich playing that $50 <laughs> to go play Echo the Dolphin. So I'd always be at his house playing whatever I could. Fire, fire. So, did you have Sega Channel? I don't remember. Nah, I come to your house. Yeah, you came to my house. My mom was like, "What? What? (laughs) Yeah, the most I had was was X Band when that was like their first introduction. You put that little contraption on top of the Genesis, and you be able to, and you had your little your little modem, and you try try to play. Just make sure your moms ain't on the phone. Mm -hmm. You know, say all live versus somebody. Okay, so Genesis. Okay, so that's your console. So then from Genesis, like, wait, where did you move on to? What was next? All right, then, you know, it makes sense that I work at GameStop. Now, I want to say it was something with, like, Funko Land back in the day, and I can't remember. I know my parents had to take me, but I ended up jumping back and forth between SNES and Genesis a couple of times. Like, I really fell in love with Super Mario World. Nice, nice. I didn't spend a lot of time with SNES. I mean, you guys all understand this one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I had the consoles or if the neighborhood had the consoles. Right. Because yep. we lived in that sort of right. neighborhood where if one person had it, you just brought it to the Boys and Girls they- Club or the Y, and mm-hmm. we all had it. So we would trade and flip-flop back and forth and play whatever we could. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it turned into funny thing. We talked about Sam Perkins and that. I remember That's being cool. at his house, and he was like, yo, you ever check out this thing called the PlayStation? Ooh. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's that boy that used CDs? I was like, oh, hell no. That's like 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, we jumped into the next-gen stuff. I yeah. ended up getting an N64. What? 
in 98 whenever it came out like mm -hmm. two or three months later i think it came out in september or october i got it for christmas maybe mm. that year or the next year but yeah. that was the next console and then it's just been everyone since yes like okay you, you know funko land gamestop eb whatever mm -hmm. became a thing where i was like i'm gonna just go trade and flip-flop and exactly. get this one yeah. and, no, um, no, it's real, man. Okay, so, okay, so what, yeah. what were the standouts on the N64 for you? Super Mario 64 was mm -hmm. the one. Star Fox. I still Ooh. love Star Fox to mm -hmm. this day. Okay. NBA Inside Drive. Inside yes. Drive. Yes. Ten, ten, uh, ten frames per second. But... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, ten frames. Yes, yes. What else? I'm trying to think of what else. None of the I wrestling games? Because we were big in the wrestling games. Do the, the, the THQ games. The THQ joints? So those were the ones, you know, we talk about the, the friend. My friends owned them. Got you. I never did. Got you. So, hey, get this. I, I spent years. My favorite job was working on Killer Instinct, right? Mm. I get grew to up to that point hating fighting games. Because really? I just never owned them, and your boys are playing Mortal Kombat in the house, and yeah. you know there's ten people in there, and you lose real quick. Oh, and then you gotta go to the back. <laughs> that rotation take uh, long, bro. Hey, man, I was like, forget this game. You always, <laughs> you always the one giving up the sticks here. Oh, yeah, yeah like, come see me on NBA Jam. I'm, you know, I'm no never getting the sticks. So um, no, I never jumped into the wrestling games or things mm. like that because I just never, I never had them. Like I remember I that. Uh, what was the WWF one that had the black cartridge? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. all those things. I was like, nope. I played Turok. I played a Tur bunch of Turok. Oh, okay. yeah, Turok was awesome. That's where I yeah. found my love of shooters. Goldeneye was another one. Um, Perfect Dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Perfect Dark was on there, too. Now, you say a lot of sports, but we got to see, like, where were you at with Madden? How important was Madden to you? Or if was it important, not important to you? Uh, Madden, let's see here. Any Maddens over the years, or, or just you just really I, didn't rock with Madden too tough. I would play them all, and then like '95, you just be the Cowboys and run uh, the four verticals, or you know, you run Hail Mary, <laughs> Hail Mary uh, yeah, <laughs> you just run streaks and they gone. Um, yeah. It wasn't again. I'll reference the you know Section Eight type neighborhoods and whatnot, that. and yeah. getting all the kids together. You had to play things that were quick, fast, right? Right. We would. It wasn't Madden. It was Blitz. Got you. It was something okay. where you got like four two-minute quarters. Four yes. People could play. Yes. Right. Who were getting off? Mm -hmm. um, you know, Tony Hawk was a big one too. Because again, four people go at once. Two minutes rotate. Good point. So Madden wasn't really there, and in the same vein, NBA games weren't really there mm. until about 2010. We, we they just had to be arcadey. If they were arcadey right. and you could do it quick, cool. If not. Right. Got you, because then everybody could kind of get a rotation. Get a rotation. Yep. Got you, I feel you. Yeah. To roll back for a second to the Genesis, did yeah. you get? Did you ever play uh, Joe Montana Sports Talk Football? No. No. It might have been before him. Like yeah, that might have been before Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, to me, that was, it was, it was side-scrolling. Yes. But yes. it was, it was one of those, it was, there was no license. But the idea that you had a play-by-play -play commentator, mm -hmm. no matter, I mean, he was very robotic. And yeah. the the plays every time you made a play, it would zoom in yeah. on the pick. So you could like if you were running like if you were running the ball in with the with the with the running back, like it would zoom in on you, and there was slow motion where you could see the jukes oh, and you yeah. could see it was like damn tennis. It was like it was like uh, what's it called when you dunk? It was like yeah, um, yeah, yeah, like you know when you get to it. But but the <laughs> thing. This? Yeah, the, the thing about it that, that Saul was also talking about is that, like, that was the first time we really heard commentary in a game. Yes. Yeah. Right? And it, now, granted, if you look back at it now, it's very robotic. Montana with the pass to... Yeah, with the, the pass. Uh, <laughs> first down. Da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 but, 
we were like, we were just blown away, away. that the game was talking. Like, I, it was just right. revolutionary for its time. And to, to Sarv's credit, like I said, when they zoomed in the graphical fidelity, we like, oh Yo, my god, big the sprites! Oh my god, and you could see all the animations. I'm like, wow, they really put a lot of work into this non-licensed game. Yeah, man, yeah, oh, for man. sure. And for baseball, they had the same too. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So Ooh, that just that reminds me on the 64 uh, and on the. SNES, Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning Ken Griffey, round. yes. That's, yeah. that's, that's the I would, I would cheat. Ooh. I would cheat. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run. But hey, so on the SNES version, right, they had two codes because um, they had eight players that were in the, the home run derby. So first code that you would enter is the fast running. Okay. So you had to actually press pause to enter the cheat code. So I'd be playing next to somebody. And I'm like, hey, what'd you say, Floyd? And I'd pause the game real quick and turn and put in the code and come back and bunt. And dudes would be getting mad, like, why can't I ever throw him out? And a dude would take off, like, was it Kenny Lofton? Just shoot. And then I would do that until there was a second cheat in that game to where you'd hit an automatic home run so long as it was one of the people that was in the home run derby. Wow. Same thing. I would just make sure I got the bases juiced. <laughs> You know, taking come up with to come up with grips. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> Yo, so wait, you mean to tell me the cheat will allow to be a competitive play? Like you could do this to no the competitive play. There was just the game. Just the game, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Wow, I never yeah. knew this. I never no, knew no, this. No esports rules. It was yeah, just was. <laughs> he was just pulling the fast one on the like, hey, yeah. yeah. Was there like oh, a yeah. sound oh, indicator sure. that know that that you no. knew that you just no. okay? This is when cheats were tough too. You didn't know until you actually got up there that it had to happen. That is so you really I mean so what was the button combination? I'm not that the actual, was, was, it was it a long combination of buttons? It wasn't like zero zero three six five six. Oh, I'm forgetting right. mics, but it wasn't mm. that long. But it was probably about five or six buttons, a couple wow. of directions, and a couple of buttons on the. Uh, so bro. you had to really pull that off while they were just distracted for a couple of seconds. <laughs> hey, that's all it took was a couple of seconds. Just pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, never mind, never mind. I thought he called me. <laughs> Yo, I love it. I love it. I, I, I never knew about this. This is new to me. I'm going to look that up. So the K. Griffey's yeah. race, salute. No doubt. So you go through all of that. I, I know we moved forward. You, you mentioned Sam Perkins with the, in the PlayStation, stuff like that. Also want to know, um, did Dreamcast get in the mix for you as well before we get to PlayStation? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, what was it, nine nine ninety nine? Mm-hmm. I remember. This is where I learned about, you know, uh, credit cards and all that. I was yes. like, how do I buy this? Oh, it's letting me order. I'm going yeah, to pay with a money order. I wonder if they're going to ship it first. Nah, son. Um, yeah, that's where you learned about tax. Like, oh, yeah, I got, I got, yeah, I got yeah. the I got the 199. What's yeah. this tax thing? Yes. Yeah, I'm in eighth grade. Like, I need this. But again, I got lucky. My, you know, my uh, mm-hmm. grandparents, parents knew I was going to, you know, interested yeah. in it. And I got one for Christmas. Nice. Not yes. off the bat, you know, NFL 2K. First thing I did was went and made my little eighth grade football team. And we all had blacked out visors because you could nice. Yeah, I created my team, the Greenwood Spartans. Ooh. Put our visors on. Okay. And then what else did I get? Sonic Adventure. That was that's the one. I liked Sonic before. Yeah. I would play Sonic 2, Sonic 3 on the Dream or excuse me on the uh, Genesis, but Adventure was too fun. Yeah. And then um, Power Stone. This is the Ooh. first time I yes. got into a fighting game, but because it was a four player. Mm-hmm. Like kind of yes. Royal Rumble kind of free for all type yeah. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, those were my joints on there. You remember the demo discs, right? Remember going oh, to Pizza yeah. Hut and you get that demo the disc. The demo disc. 
Yeah. yeah. So that's that's where I first picked up Tony Hawk. Ooh, okay. Was on that, and I played that demo disc till like the little you know the little sheeny stuff on the front came off, <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll go buy the game. Bro, I'll go buy the yeah. game. Yo, Ricardo, demo discs were everything back in the day. Bro. Oh my god, like, I paid ten dollars for a magazine so I could get the demo disc. Oh, ten dollars magazine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tricks. Get that demo disc. Demo disc. Shout out to Ryan McCaffrey, OXM magazine back mm-hmm. in the day. I remember that man. Demo disc really. That was the thing. That was, if you're from that era, like that was the you. You cherish that, especially if it was a game you were looking forward to and anticipated. Really, really cool. So then you move on, get that PlayStation. You know any mm-hmm. standouts from the PlayStation that, that you remember? CD console. Why am I forgetting the name of the uh, snowboarding game? Is that one of the Cool Borders? Cool Borders is. Uh, that was a fun one. Um, Jet Moto was another oh, one. Oh, love Jet Moto. Jet Moto was fire. <laughs> yes. Oh, what else did we play? All right, so this is going to sound wild, but we ended up modding our PlayStation, and I played the hell what, out of whatever, DDR. Whatever you're talking about modding PlayStations. <laughs> yeah. We, we never did that. So the statues of limitations <laughs> is up, so you could talk about it. Revolution so. till our, you know, DDR. Our DDR? Yeah, that was the one. Um, <laughs> what else? It was any Ridge Racer, any, let me see. We did some Ridge Racer. I mean, oh, Tekken. Um, oh, wait, we need, like, fighting games. Yeah. Bro. Which one? Uh, oh. A little fighting driving game, Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. Shout out, we had Jaffe yeah. on, the legend. Yeah, yeah. See, and look, this was the tough part about all these things is, back then, I had all the time in the world to play games and none of the money. So yes. There was just a few that I really played. Good point. And if it wasn't the demo disc, it was, you know, I had like three to five a console. Once we get past 2004 <laughs> and I get out of high school, so, then, yeah. then we really gonna jump into some games. But, you know, PlayStation, it was- Let's go. Kind of just whatever was out, whatever we could all play. I mean, it was still like the Blitz 2000s and things like that. You start Mm. to explore your buddies that get into cars, and all of a sudden you're playing Gran Turismo at their house. Gran Turismo changed the game. I had the buddies that, the same buddies that had like the wrestling games, they'd be over there playing Final Fantasy, and I'm like, all right, you go ahead. I'm going to, you know, be over here playing whatever. (laughs) Yeah, it reminds (laughs) me. That's that's me. They they wanted to get the XCOM off, and I'm like, all right, I'll be over here. (laughs) (laughs) But it was still a lot of... Man, I was I was heavy sports mm, until I, I got it. out of high school, just because that's all I knew. Right. Nice. So, so at one point, there was Bakari, the potential player, sports athlete uh, yeah. track. At one point, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I see. We will get to that. So you you continue on, and then from there, is it just like every console going on from you know PlayStation? I, I, and also, like, when did Xbox come into into the pitch for you? So I got my first Xbox. In 2003 okay it wasn't 2001 i was i wasn't aware boys and girls club got one so we were close enough to microsoft i won this little program called youth of the year okay and um you know it was a boys and girls club thing i never realized we were at risk youth like i didn't know that was a thing yeah you know i well i knew it was a thing but i was like we're not at risk what you mean until (laughs) until now that i'm older i'm like oh what the hell how not how did we make it but i see where we could have turned left and not been yeah. You know, doing what we're doing today. Anyway, Absolutely. they put on all these programs. Microsoft sponsored it. Mm-hmm. Um, I won Youth of the Year for my club, went and competed in the county. Yeah. And part of the sponsor's prizing was for the 12 kids that made it to the county level. They all got Xbox bundles. Wow. So I remember Fire. we had that, but like, you know, in the months before, mm-hmm. this guy came in. He's like, You ever heard of this game called Halo? I'm like, Nah, what's Halo? Ooh. 
Yeah, that was a wrap. That, Wait, that, a wrap. that could be a whole two hour. That That's a two hour podcast by itself. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, um, but yeah, we got that Xbox bundle and I had NFL fever. Let's go. Uh, Fusion Frenzy. Yes. Halo was in there. It was already like it's not platinum hits, but whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything was in there. And then, Bro. yeah, that was that was the one where I was really into gaming, if you will. Yeah. Access to more consoles more games i was actually working summer jobs and whatnot so mm-hmm. i had money to buy things fire um fire. whatever came out i was sort of playing tony hawk american wasteland no that was later that was 2004 okay, okay. it was 2003 there was oh thug tony hawk underground thug. came out yes, yeah yes. Um, and I, I still love tony hawk to this day so there was just a lot of mm-hmm. stuff again still sports and party heavy mm-hmm. but that's really where i was like all right this is this is a console that i truly love yeah bro now nah, salute i mean Man, just to hear the story of, of how, how you got connected to the Xbox ecosystem and the program and stuff like that, absolutely fire. And then, like, how did you carry that heavy system home? Yeah. <laughs> that I'm system not, yeah, was I'm big, a, bro. I'm not a little dude. Oh, I got you. He's <laughs> yeah, like, yo, I'm yeah, outside. It's true. He's like, I got yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about this. In my head, that's just what, the, what I could do. And I was like, all right. But again, we would bring it to the boys and girls. Actually, my first Xbox got stolen from the boys and girls. Oh, club. I wow. know. Terrible, terrible. But my buddies came through and got me one, mm-hmm. um, a replacement. That's how I got that crystal green one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we would always just, I had the console and the sports games. Mm-hmm. A couple of guys had a couple of random games and we would just, Bring that Xbox and play all day, ah. all day, all night. I guess it was better than us being out in the, you know, mm-hmm. streets doing other dumb stuff. But yeah, the <laughs> hey, the staff used to stay with us sometimes. Like we would do late night till midnight. Wow, we're not leaving there till two a.m. Fire, fire. Just, that's funny. Just that, that, that's us. That's crazy. It's us, but it's different because it's at the boys and girls center. But it's like it's what we were doing, like mm-hmm. playing till two a.m. And yeah, I, I, one thing that really resonated with me that you said is just the fact that you're. You're an at-risk youth, as yeah. we were, yeah. but you don't realize it because that's just your day-to-day. That's your life, right? What, you know, we were used to the fact that it, our lives were our lives were dangerous day in and day out, right? Yeah, and we did everything that we could do to sort of remove ourselves from it. We weren't blind to it, but at the same time, at my house, like I just, I just, there was never this this feeling like we're lesser than, or there, there, there wasn't anything to sort of compare it to. So it's like, it, it's just my life yep. and that's it. And you, you know, like you said, things could have gone left on a number of different occasions. Yeah. And for us, like, again, we've talked about this, you know, on the, on this show for a long time, but it's mm-hmm. the fact that we had that place to go to as a group to, you know, Cog's house and stuff like that mm-hmm. really allowed us to, to, to take a different path, right. but yeah. you don't, you don't, a lot of times you don't realize it. My, my family was very good. I would say Cog's family as well mm-hmm. about just, this is your normal life with, yep. you know, and, and, and it's just, there's nothing out. There's nothing about it that kind of stands out as your day in and day out is super dangerous <laughs> yeah. and you just sort of get used to it, which I don't know how bad that is, but for us, it, it normalized things. Yeah. It just normalized yeah. things. Yeah. For us, it was more so like me kind of fighting with my mom. Cause it was just kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. you get mad when we out in the street, you get mad when we doing whatever, but now we're here playing games in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, we get rambunctious and to get competitive, but at least you know where we are. And that was yeah, the argument to kind of one. Yeah, to kind of mm-hmm. win it over. So yeah, now salute to you, man. That that's that dope. <laughs> I, I love hearing stories like this. It's man, got that OG. And I'm, I'm assuming continue on with that 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what popped up next. And so by this point, um, let me see, 2004, I graduated at Wall. Okay. 2004, I left high school. So that's when I, you know, did that adult bit. That's when you realize your money is your money. You can do what you want. Yes. 
Um, don't got to report to nobody yeah, else. Right. I'm out the house. And yeah, 2005, the 360 came out. Ooh. So I ended up buying two of them. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Got lucky at, with the, you know, the GameStop reservations. I got lucky. I ended up, I was working T-Mobile yeah. in like sales, yeah. like selling phones and whatnot. And I was all of miles away from Microsoft. So everybody wanted data phones. This is right when the sidekick was hot. Oh, the sidekick. Right. Um, I'm 18, 19, making more money selling sidekicks and Blackberry. So I'm like, hell yeah, I want two Xboxes. Why not? Yeah, I mean, with, with, with the red ring of death, you needed it. So you were this is before we knew that was coming. That's true. I, so I, I ended up selling one of them to, actually, his name was Mikey Moore, one of the guys that played on the Sonics, because oh, I knew all of them and whatnot. So and, right. um, this is fire. This is fire. Yeah, so 360. Everything that launched, I bought. Because mm -hmm. again, I didn't, you know, what was my, I had disposable income. I wasn't saving. Ooh. I wasn't thinking about nothing but me. My rent, oh my God. I remember my rent when I was 18 was $280. Oh, oh man. man. I got to come out to that. I got to come out to Washington, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's definitely, a hey, my mortgage is not that. I, you know, I, I was living with somebody before things got crazy in a, what I didn't know was less than desirable area. Now yeah. it's a great area, but mm -hmm. um yeah, renting out an extra room from him. We paid seven eighty a month total. Oh, it was the life. Oh, you was living. You was living. Yeah, it two. was the where, life. Where you did? What you did with the two? Where the second console went? That's what. Oh, he, he said he sold it. Oh, he sold the joint. Okay. So I bought this for four hundred, and mm -hmm. you mean to tell me I could sell it for so eight hundred? Okay, you made yeah. it for the Sonics. My bad. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's I, crazy. I that and you were like, sweet. he got the money, so eight hundred, please. Thank you. Yeah. Flip that. Oh yeah, he got the money. That's crazy. That's crazy. Salute, salute. Yeah, man, three sixty standout game so was it with like the gears was it like um well, everything everything that's where i just everything that was a shooter i mean it was just what's hot you know game i was working in the mall so you're always talking to people in the mall i'd always be at GameStop trying right. to figure out what i need to play i still didn't branch out a lot it was still sports and shooters got you um but this is where i found out that i really enjoyed tiger woods golf oh right okay, okay, okay. and this is where i found out that i would enjoy other little party games fusion frenzy 2 ended up coming out nice. what else did i play a ton of i can see this i can go verify what i picked up but it was just mm -hmm. whatever sounded fun that i could get my hands on i was out there playing rainbow six didn't Ooh, love it nice. but, you know had what, rainbow six going which one that was the the vegas vegas yeah i think that was vegas okay that was the vegas yeah, yeah, yeah i remember that was okay. the vegas one the one with terrorist hunt and all that and then they had the um yes did, did you play any of the ghost recon the advanced warfighter stuff yeah, and that one pissed me off because it had a, a gamer score that was uh, like a one. Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it left you in an odd number, and I just, yeah, uh, and I was like, that's not it. That was not it. But yeah, I would pick up and play kind of whatever, and you know, work mm -hmm. that GameStop trade system wherever I could, and mm -hmm. I, we was just trying stuff back then. And, and the thing I wanted to, to mention, I forgot to mention during the OG Xbox was like. Obviously, the introduction of Xbox Live and, and I'm, you're a sports guy, you know, a little bit competitive. It's like, were you really in the scene going at cats like online? How loose were you online? All right. So you're going to laugh at this one. I stopped playing sports games after NBA Live 2005. This is before the 360 came out. OK, because I'm running with the Hornets playing the Mavericks. And mind you, I'm playing online. This is crazy. But I got Baron Davis. Like, Baron Davis is dunking on cats. This is before he dunked on, you know, Kirilenko. This yes. is before the We Believe Warriors. Yes. He was still that dude yes. in New Orleans, right? This is like, he looked like UCLA Baron. Yes. And I get a steal towards mm -hmm. the top of the key. Mm -hmm. Take off. Turbo, let's go. Yep. Steve Nash is the only person that's okay. backing up. Right? Yeah. yeah, you about to get him. 
Now, after this point, like, I think the Ricky Davis stuff had already happened. So we know Steve Nash is not <laughs> yeah. blocking anybody. Yeah, he blocking nothing. <laughs> hey, Baron Davis jumps. Yeah. I'm like, cool, showtime. Like, Let's go. NBA, NBA Live 2004. Yeah, Live mm -hmm. 2005 had the best dunk contest. That mm -hmm. I'm like, he's taking off. He gets mm -hmm. blocked and falls over, and Steve Nash runs down the court yeah, with that, the ball. Yeah, that's what you <laughs> You be like, this ain't official. <laughs> I've never <laughs> thrown a controller in my life. Like I, you know, I, you know, because of sports, I get loud. But the loud ain't. Yeah, it's just big bark. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it's when I get quiet that I'm angry. So I took, it had mellow on the disc, right? Yeah. Like, you know, hit the little thing, took out the disc. Yes. Hey, I did not play another basketball game until two K eleven that had Jordan on the cover. It, it took that long. It Yo. took that long because it, it, it turned into NBA Jam for me. You're like, wait a minute, I can't do this. I man, I was a stickler when it came yeah. to baseball. You could not have anything in my simulation baseball game that resembled arcadiness because mm -hmm. it would, I, same thing. I had disposable yes. income. I'm, I'm not playing this anymore. Now, bro, Burkari, I'm so with you because, like, with my sports <laughs> game, I'm all about the authenticity. And if yeah. I feel that's not real, and you know, because yeah. we watch the games and we know damn well Steve Dash ain't blocking. No, he's a poster <laughs> way to happen. Yeah. And, that, and you talk about BD. I know what you talk. BD was yamming it on cats back in the day. He had he, he, he looked like he was overweight a little bit, but he yeah. had. He was only 215. Yeah, and he had springs. He was just jumping up on everyone. I remember that. So, yeah, like, I, I, I completely. <laughs> Completely uh, empathize with that. I'd have probably threw that disc. I'd have probably like, yeah, yeah I'm surprised you didn't break that is, disc. Yeah, nah, it, that was whatever. The anger was just this. The, here's what gets me about basketball games, even to this day. Mm -hmm. There's things that you get dinged on that don't happen in real basketball. Yes. And I get that there's something that's got to go into development to make it work. <laughs> but like, I'm like, this is not how it goes. Like, I hate playing basketball games and you see Steph yes. running about to shoot a three. So you hit the little wire triangle, whatever you play on, whatever floats your boat. Yes. And they do that slow load up. The slow load up anime. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 this, hey, did we, we want a flyby. Where's my flyby button? Yes, yes. <laughs> and I was or, like, oh, this is Or the keys is we talk in deep sports. Like, what you know what frustrate me is AI defense always being able to stay in front of you despite mm -hmm. how quick mm -hmm. your player or how better stat your player is. Or You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That used to yeah. drive me nuts, but it's funny you said that. Now. This, this, this is rare. You know, when, when 2K gets mad at you, you'd be like first one back on defense. So your job is to, you know, like see where the ball goes. Stop ball. You stop and ball. Yeah. And if there's somebody in front of you, stop and ball. Well, you got first man down. Yeah. So I'm sitting here and my player doing that. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, you know, leave defensive assignment. You start losing points. And they like, shoot. My, guy, my guy's two passes away. I'm supposed to be fingers in the key like this. Yo, I'm with you. I'm with you. I was like, I know my shell drill, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that real man. sports joint. I'm, I'm with yeah. you. They be like calling for pass too many times. <laughs> you know the NBA oh. 2K be penalizing you, bro. <laughs> so when we would play, like with my buddies, and we play Madden. So one of my uh, mm -hmm. one of my boys, Trey, go mm -hmm. the NFL. He played he played wide receiver in college. Mm. I always beat him in Madden, and he gets mad. But somehow he beats me in 2K, and we both get mad for the opposite reasons. Like, he's like, this is not supposed to happen. I know you're doing this. I move my guy here. Like, oh, we get so frustrated with sports games. I love it, man. The competitive nature, man. So you're doing yeah. that D60. So, again, every system from that point on is so supposed to income. You're rocking and rolling. That's cool. I, I want to transition because we could talk games forever. Like, you, I love talking games with you. Um, I do want to transition. So now, again, there was Rikari, a little bit of, you know, maybe athlete aspirations. But then, obviously, you're doing the gaming thing and stuff like that. So, like, what was the transition to say, okay, you know what? You know, I want to kind of either get into some type of community management or just into the industry. Was it just a, a conscious decision? Like, how did that transition happen for you? 
Look, the athlete thing was just me being a knucklehead and that, you know, uh, earlier I paused when I said, oh, I graduated in 2004 because I did not graduate high school. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. We talk about being Section 8 type kids, but mm -hmm. I went to private school, mm. not just not just for athletics, just because that was my dad. So mm -hmm. then we get into the daddy stuff. Oh, let's get yeah. it. Let's get you it. Know, you I knew Wait. what statutes of limitations meant when I was like seven years old. <laughs> like things I shouldn't have known. Right. You know, my dad was a less than reputable human being, though a nice guy. Um, you. you know, there was a point where, how, how do we say this? However, we say it. Mm -hmm. Look, it. He was saying he huh? just he was just wild. He was oh, wild. This was just wild. Right, you know, yeah. when he ended up passing in 2016, I was like, this man has lived lives. Mm, right. Yeah. He did this little this little pimping stint. He mm -hmm. owned a restaurant. He did all this stuff. I remember outside. waking up. Waking up and there's naked bodies all over the house and porn playing on the TV. Dad was outside. Oh, he was moving and shaking. Shout out to Boogie Nights, man. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> then he had to get rushed to the hospital because they said, oh, and I quote, there was enough coke in his blood to start a small South American country. Wow. But so with all that craziness, his thing used to be, my boys always have to go to private school. Okay. Right. They're not going to grow up to be me, even to though he around. was not shielding us from exactly what was going on. Mm. Right. Um, so that's why I ended up in private school. Mm. And at that point, I was still the knucklehead kind of Section 8 kid, but I never took care of my work. Incredibly gifted, incredibly talented, and just never wanted to do the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd argue back with the teachers, like, why don't you do your homework? I'm like, why do I need to do my homework? It's <laughs> good practice for your tests. I'm like, but I get right. A's and B's on your tests. Oh. That way. I feel <laughs> you know that See, now. I'm so, naturally gifted. Why I got to do all this extra work? Yeah. <laughs> so this gets into the sports thing, right? Yeah, and talk to me. I failed a class senior year, mm. survey of British literature. Uh, I got an incomplete on it. Mm -hmm. But Blanchett maintained a 100% graduation rate. So they said, you're not on pace. You got to go. Oh, wow. Wait, so like, for oh, the reputation of school? No yeah. summer school, nothing. You just no, you couldn't do the summer school to make up? Not as a senior. No. No, oh. if you don't walk day of, you're gone. Yo, that's what, crazy. I never heard of that. What school was this? What school was this? Blanchett High School. Wow. I've never. Why? Yo, they not playing out there. No opportunity to fix. No. Wow. That's yeah, no. crazy. That's yeah, no. crazy. If you're not walking on and, you know, we're, we're September to June so yeah. or May. So if you're not walking like May 25th, you're not walking. Mm. Wow. So I couldn't go NCAA because I didn't have my high school diploma. Mm. Yo. Which then led to me just working at T-Mobile and, you know, mm -hmm. I'm doing the sports things. And mind you, I wasn't going to be NCAA D1. Yeah. Not off jump, not mm -hmm. out of high school. What was, um, what was the position? What you was looking at? See, and then here's the next problem. I'm 6'3", pushing, mm -hmm. barely pushing 6'4". Like, I don't ever want to say I'm 6'4", because right. somebody who's really at the high end of the <laughs> like, No, you're not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Me and Steph Curry are eye to eye, but he's 6'3 and three quarters, and okay. I know that one. So okay. I could jump. I'm Baby Barkley. Okay, can't, okay. Can't really shoot like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not super fast, but don't let me get the shoulder. Don't get the shoulder you. lean in the yeah. post. Yeah. Was the post game? The shoulder on you, and I could mm. yeah. Okay. If they put if they put, you know, when I played my little bit in JUCO and when I would mm -hmm. play like the D two D three type stuff. Yeah. Um, if they put a big on me, all right, we're gonna run this four out, and I'm gonna be you mm -hmm. know on the perimeter. I'm gonna run by the big. Yes. Mm. If they put a little on me, then I'll go sit. Go back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, so. okay. I got you. I see what you was doing. Okay. But, hey, but then there was that realness when you go. And I would practice with UW, like mm -hmm. at the University of Washington. Then you get somebody who was your height, but like 50 pounds lighter and quick, quick and quick. could jump and oh, could yeah, do that. Yeah, and all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I knew quick. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> you know, Love being us. friends with all the cats. Uh, well, who we used to play with all the time? Like Marvin Williams all the time. Marvin oh, Williams windmilled on one of my boys. And I was like, oh, oh no. 
Oh, Damn. sitting here in the eighth grade or sixth grade watching Nate Robinson's first dunk. So I knew, mm-hmm. I knew there was levels to it. Yeah. I wasn't really, I wasn't banking on professional sports. Got you. But I wasn't chasing anything else. So you get into college, same thing. The old knucklehead kicked in. I was like, man, 9:30 a.m. class. This is, this is too, oh, too early. <laughs> I'm not going. I never went to German class. I speak German. And oh, <laughs> Damn. I got like a D in German and they were like, you never show up. I was like, but I did the whole workbook. <laughs> and I showed up for all the tests. See, my high school and college experience was to learn that you, no matter what your talent level is, uh-huh. you just got to do the anecdotal things, whether or not you agree with them. Good point. To prove your work. Good That's point. it. That's all my, my early bits were. So when it comes to that mm-hmm. athletic versus education versus figuring out whatever I had to do, mm-hmm. it was just more so realizing that not that my stuff wasn't cutting it, but I just had no plan for myself. And if there was no execution along with no plan, I wasn't going to do anything. No, that's real, brother. And I appreciate your honesty on that because. Oh, yeah, I don't mind that. Nah, bro. Like, it's funny listening to you because so, I like, so I, I can confess this. Like, so I've always felt, I went, you know, we had went to school pretty much then from like the third grade all the way to like junior high school, every class. And it was like, I was my problem. Like, my thing was coming mm. up was I was, I was talented. I, was, I felt I was smart. And I, I would be the guy that wait to the last minute and BS through the the majority of the thing and then show up at the test and then pass the, the important thing. And then when you get into a routine of continually doing that, you start yeah. slack. And then I look at, you know, my brother saw, but he's like straight A's, like all the way through honorable. Yeah. Like I never would get honorable because I would be in that in-between part slacking or whatever. And, yeah. and I know what you mean. And it was, it was yeah. a, a problem for me. And I had to break out of it as well as, you got to get that work ethic, right? And it took me time. It's just maturity. It was just, I was just immature at that time. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. Okay, so you're about to jump in. I, I, I relate completely because for me, Ricari, I, I relate. I was you. I was the dude that everything came easily to me. Mm-hmm. And I was, but I was still, I wasn't the knucklehead though. Like, I was mm-hmm. I was straight A student. I was behaved. I was very nerdy, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it came easily to me. So in the back of my mind, there's a lot of hubris. Like I don't need mm-hmm. to do work hard. Mm-hmm. I get into boarding school. I go to boarding school. I go from being the smartest kid in the class to the dumbest kid in the class in in a matter of months. Mm. And then at that point, I did not have the work ethic to understand how hard I needed to work just to be at the Mm. level of these kids. So at that, so what happens is for me, rather than, rather than buckle down, we're like, okay, this is, this is where I need to work now. I didn't have an understanding of how to do that or even that I should do that because I was pissed off that I just wasn't that anymore. Right. And I, and a lot, I squandered so many opportunities mm-hmm. because of that, because I just could not ever resolve the fact that I just wasn't naturally that talented anymore. Mm. Yeah. And you got to put in the work. Yeah. You got to put in the work. You got to yeah. put in the work. And it, it was very difficult for me. And it was, it was, you know, and the same with the sports, with the sports, when it came to baseball, like, I was pretty damn good at baseball and going through junior high school to high school, mm-hmm. there were real opportunities there. And in, in high school, I really got sort of refined in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, the, the rules of the game and playing properly. Cause in, I, you know, over here in the Bronx, there were a lot of talented people I would play with in the summers, mm-hmm. but it was kind of the wild west. The guys <laughs> weren't, the guys didn't know what it meant to hit the cutoff man and nothing like that. It was, just, <laughs> it was just a lot of very talented just people. that throw just, the ball home. Yeah, home from, from <laughs> center field. Yeah. From center Show field. off that arm. So, and what happened was I took a baseball to the face and I was never the same after that. Mm -hmm. And and again, it was another thing where I was like, 
before I took that baseball to the face, I was this way. Yeah. And when I came back, I was rather than say, okay, I need to work this hard now to get <laughs> back to where I was and beyond. I was so pissed at the fact that I wasn't that anymore <laughs> that I just sort of squandered it as well. So, yeah. and like you guys said, it's maturity. It's, it's maturity. Ability, it's maturity. Yeah, maturity and the ability to grind. Mm. Grinding and, and doing something you don't want to do against the grain yeah. that you know is going to better you. That's mm -hmm. something that not everybody has. But if you do have it or you yeah. learn how to how that you need to do it, yeah. That's that's a big, big thing. Yeah, and the last one I say before I get back to Ricardo is that yeah, you realize it it's a marathon, you know what I'm saying, not a sprint. And sometimes it's not about mm -hmm. who's the most talented, it's the people who actually committed. And at that time yes. I was not committed to the consistency of doing that stuff. Sports, not school, none of that. Yeah, none of that. man. I appreciate none of that. It. That story hit hit hard, Ricardo. Oh, I was mm -hmm. gonna say, so you, you're going through the motions there. Yeah. Now you now you're doing a T-Mobile thing, yeah. so like, how does gaming come into the play? Like, how does it come into the picture? You know, space and opportunity, right? Okay. So I did the T-Mobile thing until I really went back to school to try to play basketball. Played my little bit. Mm -hmm. um, never took care of stuff, mm -hmm. you know. And again, we talk about that maturity. I just didn't have it. Mm -hmm. Like it was fun. Basketball was fun. Mm -hmm. um, school was not. I would try <laughs> to do all the rocks for jocks type classes and. <laughs> stuff like that and i just i i don't know like this sounds weird i don't want to blame it on my upbringing or mm -hmm. lack of guidance mm -hmm. the way they found me to come play juco balls i was playing in a little league mm -hmm. and i played against an assistant coach and he was like well what are you doing mm -hmm. i don't know i'm nothing nothing just doing this he's like yeah. do you want to come play at this school okay uh what school all right cool i can play at a school mm -hmm. like it was it was that sort of ignorance mm -hmm. that you know, when we get into the workforce type stuff, worked at T-Mobile because I just ran my mouth in the mall. I actually worked at Lids. <laughs> Shout out to Lids. Shout out yeah. to Lids. Get you and fitted. And I was like across the hall from T-Mobile. So I would always talk to them, a bunch of people my oh, age. Okay. They were like, you'd be good at this. Got you. And so that's how T-Mobile started. Okay. So after I left T-Mobile, um, I kind of did the, you know, college broke kid type thing for mm -hmm. a couple of years. And then... What was it? What was I was it? working at the Boys and Girls Club, and a buddy of mine was actually, he owns a mattress company. Mm -hmm. um, right? So, you know, in Washington State, hey, if the bag tears open, or if mm -hmm. anything is open in Washington State, mm -hmm. even from the manufacturer, it cannot be sold as brand new. So he would buy them by the truck full. Okay. Like, all mm -hmm. these things that are perfectly good, torn in transit. Anyway, I knew him. He was doing that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I'm going to go in and help deliver mattresses, because my boys were doing it. So, you know, you get off yeah. work, and then all of a sudden, you guys are ready to kick it. You're done <laughs> yeah, they're doing the same thing. Yeah. So we were doing that, and all the while, all the gaming stuff would happen. I am fortunate to have lived in Seattle. Mm. Uh, I could go to gaming events real easy. I yes. became known as that first in kid line oh, for anything Halo related. Okay, okay, okay. So Halo 2, not that one because I actually worked at GameStop for those two weeks in mm -hmm. November when it came out. But Hollywood, Halo 3, mm -hmm. when they did that, uh, August 2007, they did the first Halo public preview event at the IMAX theater here, okay. um, like the Pacific Science Center IMAX theater. And I was like, man, I'm a... I'm going to go be first in line for it. Yeah. And I went and I was first in line for it. And Dope. it was some crazy thing. They let me in to watch the thing twice. And wow. then from release and that on, everything that was Halo related, I just, I would show up to. So I didn't know I was community building, but I became that kid that was known as doing that. And the staff knew me. Um, the employees knew me. Like Dope. I'm talking the event staff knew me. Like the dev mm -hmm. employees knew me. Dope. The people in line knew me or we knew each other. Mm -hmm. So we did those for years and years and years. So you go to about 2010, and I'm still doing the little mattress thing. I had done that for a year or two or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it finally came to a point where I was able to uh, 
volunteer for the Halo forums mm. just as a community leader. Right? Waypoint. They're just like, hey, you seem, yeah, mm -hmm. you seem normal enough. That's literally what Jeff <laughs> said to me. <laughs> like, you seem normal enough and you're cool. Like, do you want to come be a part of this bit? And this is like September 2010. I said, sure, absolutely. Mm. Fast forward about a year. I had done that. Not really anything crazy, but Batgirl. You familiar with that name? Batgirl, Batgirl is, her name was Kristen Riley. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. When I say her name now, it's going to become very apparent who she is. Her, her name is now Kristen Booty. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes. So Batgirl puts out a tweet that says, hey, she was a community manager for Age of Empires okay. at that time. She says, hey, uh, I need a forum moderator, must be local. And that's all that she put out. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, it's Twitter. I'm like, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. And then like three days later, she's like, are you going to send me your resume or what? And I was like, how do you remember who I am? Wow. Like we had, I had followed her online and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but what I wasn't thinking about is I was volunteering for Halo and yeah. Age of Empires is sitting here and they are both Microsoft IPs. Yes. So they speak. Yes. So Jess oh. said, you should grab him Got it. when she sees me publicly respond to that. And so Kristen, a few days later, was like, where's the resume? Where's the resume at? No joke. I sent it to her, and you know, a week and a half later, I had a job. Um, Fire, bro. Shout out. Which is cool, <laughs> but I hate, like, trying to tell that story to folks because I can't tell you the road. Yeah, yeah. Because three weeks later, Kristen left. Oh, wow. Mm. So the woman who hired me left, and I'm like, what do we do? Yeah. And they were like, well, we need people to, you know, try and write something. Mm -hmm. I laugh again because I got, yeah, I dropped out of high school because of an English class. But mm -hmm. I was like, I can give it a go. Yeah. And I, I tried some stuff there, and our next CM came in, and she's like, hey, you seem good at this. You want to do this? And I was like, oh, I've never done this before. She's mm -hmm. like, you ever do, like, you know, social copy or anything like that? And I was like, you mean write on behalf of a brand? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> she's no. like, great. She was, I, she's like, I've been in this game too long. I don't want to do it. Here's the keys. Let's go figure it out together. Nice. And that's kind of been the career path since. It's just oh, space and opportunity. Brother. Wow. Powerful. Powerful. What up? Shout out to Attic in the building. So Attic, we do get a mic check from you right quick. Good morning, Good sir. Morning, sir. <laughs> Good morning, sir. How you doing, sir? No, last night I was having a lot of like health issues and I took some medicine to help me sleep. Oh, and you kind of got it. Bam, it's, it's yeah. 1 30. <laughs> nah, you good, bro. We got glad right. you. But look, Sorry bro. about that. Recording. Nah, you, you feeling nah, better? You feeling better, bro? A little bit. All right, cool. Okay. So now, nah, man, look, man. I don't even saw. Where do we begin with that? Like he just dropped. A I think the, the the great thing is that he had from the onset he had people who were willing to help him. Like she, you said, like she's here are the keys. I'm gonna help you. Now here are the keys. I'm out. Here are the keys. Yeah. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna teach you what you need to learn to do this. Mm -hmm. um, that's amazing, man. That that is amazing because just for people to, to see talent in you and want to help you. A lot of times, a lot of people, you know, in, in, in the Twitter streets, you notice that people see talent and they, they do everything either to not help you, ignore you, act like you don't matter, or um, it's very rare that you're gonna have, and, and I'm not saying we haven't seen this, but it is rare that you will have somebody that is in a certain position that genuinely wants to help somebody that's coming up to right. really possibly even surpass them. Yeah. So and it wasn't even for that, it was more so, the best bosses that I've had in any role, mm -hmm. Don't look at them. I mean, they look at the relationship definitely as yeah. boss and work right. and whatnot, but they are trying to train you to get out of there. Yes. Right. Like the best jobs that I've ever had have a boss who kind of, you don't know what they do because they're giving the shine to all the people that are yes. working under them to under grow them. them to move on and move up. No, um, so I got very lucky to have her. No, that, that that's, that's a great point. But I also want to give you your flowers in the sense that, you know, 
we're not going to minimize the the drive for you getting out and being first online at these events and showing the consistency mm-hmm. and showing up so that you become that face that they see and they go, wait a minute, this kid is always here. He's dedicated. Nah, we go, you got to be humble with it, brother. This is a I'm big gonna deal, humble, bro. I'm going to tell you that that was pride. That was not... <laughs> That was not like a, I got to do this to break into this. At this point, I was still the little Section 8 kid from Seattle that didn't even think I could be there. Got you. Got you. I didn't know this was a reality. But it was still passion to be there, though. Yeah. Yeah, So so when you say it was pride, what does that mean? Yeah. I just wanted to be first in line. That's it. I'm going to be number one. They're going to talk to me. The news is going to talk to me. I'm going to be on the, the evening not, news. Not, not even. He just want to get in. Well, we did I the Halo be the... 3 preview event, and we're sitting there, and I get there. The event starts at 7. Okay. 7 or 7.30. Or what 7. What time you in the 10.30 a.m., and I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. I was like, <laughs> why am I out it? here, like, <laughs> you know, 10 hours before this event starts, and a 12 31 o'clock yeah. these group of guys come four or five guys they're high five and they're like yeah halo this halo that and i'm yeah. just quiet because yeah. one i'm black and they don't i'm not thinking that i'm gonna be sitting there for that and they go up to the thing we're here for the halo thing where should we line up and when the lady went like right behind, right behind him, him. <laughs> hey, woo, i was down here looking at my phone like this uh-huh uh-huh that's yeah. right that's I, right I mean, no Contact. Yeah, <laughs> hey, me going to events was like, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> yeah, bro, you taking it back. You taking it so back. It wasn't that I was out there trying to do some noble thing or break in. Not Again, I didn't right. know that it was something that I was capable of doing. Not you. that I doubted myself. I just knew nothing of the industry. I feel you. I feel you. No doubt, man. Salute. So you go on, you get your moderation on. You're doing the the waypoint moderate. You're doing Asia Empires. You know what I'm saying? Now the trajectory. What's the next? little thing you're going through because you're kind of moving through the ranks at xbox at this point so age of empires was a dope one because again mm-hmm. Kristen left jen comes in jen says do you want to learn social mm-hmm. she says the writing bit we're gonna you know keep letting you do more and more this is how we do planning mm-hmm. oh here's a video camera have you ever recorded anything nice. nope let's work on video editing fire so i'm doing all this and then 10 months into that job i get a job offer on 343's team Ooh. um God. this is october 8th 2012 okay. the day halo 4 went gold is the day i signed my offer mm. and so i'm officially on that team now mm. and this is the fun one because not to say i hated the job mm-hmm. i wasn't <laughs> ready as an adult we talk about the, mm-hmm. the maturity the things that you need the maturity i was not mature enough to be on that team it mm-hmm. wasn't as public as i thought of, or i had built it up to be right. and i spent i also had a kid yeah um I spent that time not loathing it, but I, I had so much fun with it. It was Halo. Right. But it's definitely the one that I look back on and was like, oh, I was not ready for that. <laughs> I was not ready for that at all. So I did like mm. eight months, nine months on the Halo team. Mm. And when we split, it was an amicable split. Mm. It wasn't even like a, they were like, we're fighting to keep you and we can't. And I was like, hey, I'm not that mad about it. Like, right. I know I got some experience now. I can find another role. Right. Um, it was a lot of the vegetables that I was not trying to eat. I feel you. I, I was yeah. not trying to eat mm-hmm. early on at the time. The kid stuff was still wild and tumultuous too, but yeah. left Halo, ended up jumping on Xbox social teams. So social the first team. time Xbox ever started to reply to tweets. Gotcha. Um, About what year was this? We say approximately maybe. Like- well, are you familiar with the term Newcastle at all? Mm, not much. Newcastle was the name of the tent. The event that went on at... Uh, when they announced the Xbox One that day, May 21st. Okay, 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 yeah. May 21st, 2013. Mm -hmm. So that's when I was on that team. Mm -hmm. And I remember the 
a hush as they were doing all the social listening, and they were like, hey, we're not going to respond to anything like that. Was this, wait, recording, was this around the... Uh... We the trade Xbox games. It was digital. Announced. This is this was all TV, 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 <laughs> TV, TV, TV. <laughs> the announced May twenty first yeah. was the announced, oh, or excuse boy. me, the first the reveal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was the, it was the event right before the E three show. So the yep. so the yep. temperature is like we we not gonna respond. <laughs> yeah, but then I spent three weeks in there, and they wanted us responded to tweets. And you talk about how your brain works and whatnot. I was like, yo. Responding to tweets is easy. Yeah. And they were like, well, are you going through each profile and vetting them to make sure that you can say something to them? I'm like, eh, this is gaming. Like, yeah. all people are weird or do, you know, yeah. like weird stuff. As long as there's no Nazi propaganda, we're right. good. Yeah, we could have. Um, and, I, and I remember them being like, well, our, our goal as a group is to respond to, I think like our high end goal was like 100 tweets a day, okay. each person. And I was like, Okay, I'm starting to count. I'm like, well, over eight hours, that's what? Eight times six, 480 minutes. You want 180 tweets? Mm -hmm. Something like you want a tweet every 10 minutes? I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> so I spent three weeks there, and I just laughed. I was like, I can't do it. Can't do like, what it. are you going to do next? I ended up getting a job on the Xbox Live Arcade team. Mm. Xbox Live Arcade had Happy Wars. Salute. World of Tanks was mm. on the way. Mm -hmm. yes. Um Yes. Those were the ones that I was. Oh, there was a couple. I others. played so many hours of Happy Wars. It's not even right. Fun. Happy Wars Happy is great, Wars, no doubt. I don't so, even know why. When it came to the Xbox One, I didn't have that like same drive to play it when I was on the 360. But damn, I played that a lot on the 360. It was so good. It was so good. No doubt. No doubt. But uh, okay. I jumped on that team and we did a bunch of stuff. And then that was actually the team. So they play XBLA kind of turned into this group called Launchworks. And if you look at Three particular titles. There was going to be a studio called Launchworks. Mm -hmm. It was Killer Instinct, actually, mm -hmm. and uh, get Power that. Star Golf and Crimson Dragon. Mm. Those were the three Launchworks launch titles for the console. Right. Yes. So we were working on those. We had a few different community coordinators. Mm. I was on Crimson Dragon. Emily was on Ooh. Power Star Golf. Okay, okay. And Ashton was on Killer Instinct. Ooh. And those became like my first kind of next gen experiences. Yes. So we're doing the normal community management stuff for that. Crimson Dragon guys, is a fun game. Yeah, Crimson Dragon was fun. Actually, I uh, I leaked what achievements would look like on the Xbox One. <laughs> yep. Yep. In a, that was me. In a live stream, uh, <laughs> playing Crimson Dragon. Because, you know, you're working with different builds oh, and yeah. different OS builds, right. and you don't know that achievements are baked in. Yes. And they don't. Nobody told us that achievements are on there, so it went ba-ding. And I was like, oh, I'm there it is. Next, you know, there's you a Kotaku article. Yeah, like, no. Jesus looked like on Xbox One. This like, is how I look. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I worked on that team and a bunch of little titles. And mm -hmm. then I left there, went to HoloLens mm -hmm. because my old boss, Jen, went there. Yeah. So okay. she was like, you got to come check out this thing. I was like, what thing? She goes, I can't tell you. Mm. And I said, what? <laughs> and she was like, if you were to take the job, I'm not going to be able to tell you until you sign, like until your first oh day. My God. And I'm like. For real? Oh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Like, what is this Secret all about? Agent. Let's go. Yeah, so they, hey, I remember they interviewed me, and they're like, so imagine there's this box, and then the box is an idea that could be, you know, like, oh, this is great. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I did some time at HoloLens. Uh, we went through Announce and all that. Yes. And then the HoloLens social and community team actually absorbed the old... Mm -hmm. Like at a level, like Kudo Sonoda was our. Yeah, I remember right. Kudo. No, I remember Kudo well because I was there when it got announced. And quick, yeah, yeah Kudo. Oh, hold on, hold on. I got you. Yeah. I got to tell the story because <laughs> shout, shout out to Kudo. Kanye. I ain't letting it go. So I'm there. And just like you, 
one of them first in line kids at FanFest. And I flew from, I'm like, this is my dream to go to E3. I didn't know how to get to E3, but I knew that they was going to do a Microsoft press conference. So I'm flying out there. I'm like, kudo. I believe it's like 2015, baby. And um, yeah, I, I meet them. And they're like, look, guys, everybody here at First in Line, going to hook you guys up. Going to get to see Hollowlands. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I'm going to be like, he's like, I just show up at this place at this time tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to get to see Hollowlands. Everybody talk about, yo, I saw it. The Halo demo. Da, 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 da. The command deck. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. It's my turn. So I get there. Hey, Kudo, come on. He's like, look, man, I'm so sorry. Um, Kanye was here, so he took your spot. Bro, I ain't listened to Kanye West for like two months. I was tight. <laughs> I, I was like, damn, I, I, I get it, but I wanted that spot. <laughs> I just had oh, to tell the story. No. Continue, just, addict. <laughs> just quick no. question. Was you with the HoloLens team when they did that Minecraft demo on E3 stage? No, that was 2016, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, no, right. I so I was yes on that team, but not on that team. So what ended up happening, Kudo mm -hmm. got those Xbox Game Studios moved under him. Mm -hmm. So then my old community team that I left all of a sudden got absorbed back into this other group that I was with. Gotcha. So we all became one giant kind of community team. So mm -hmm. I was back in the fray. Back in With in, all the probably. folks that, yeah. not that I had left behind or moved on and moved up from, just mm -hmm. with, you know, a mm -hmm. group of familiar faces. Mm -hmm. And that's when I got moved on to Killer Instinct. Right. Now I'm going to stop you. a few you. years there. Now I'm yeah, stop go ahead. You. That's where we at right now. Because that's what I wanted to ask you about. To me, that's mm -hmm. one of your magic moments, bro. To me, you know, 2016, you know, you come out. And at this point, you know, Killer Instinct, rocking and rolling. You know, you already had uh, Battletoads, I believe, reveal. The Arbiter was already a character. Then Ricario. Oh, not yet. But yes, I know it, the moment you're talking yes, about. Yes. Yes. The moment. And Ricari comes out on that stage. Now, at that point, was that like your first E3 stage come out, call out to do a reveal? Yes. Mm. Let's go. But that goes back to kind of the things that we talked about earlier, like with the Boys and Girls Club and Youth of the Year. Uh, my dad owning a restaurant. I've always been a loud person i've always surrounded myself by loud people it's just who we all are and it's who i thought everyone was as athletes you get mm -hmm. interviewed and you're expected to be loud and like mm -hmm. you just you, you talk yep. it's that old southern and my dad golly i remember my uh buddy that had Sega channel his dad used to pick up the phone and he wouldn't say hello it'd be speak <laughs> like speak. you know how many times i had to speak up like you know, <laughs> i don't care in person wherever we are so e3 was easy light work because that's just what you do right? you just talk. <laughs> um i remember when they came up to me so they came up to me in january go. that's when they first loved the idea we could have rakari up there mm. my, my dumb self was like oh you need a black dude huh? <laughs> Yo, <you're so> <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I was comfortable with them that was probably a career limiting move but <laughs> and they were laughing like no 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 and our marketing manager nicole fawcett nicole fawcett's a freaking genius Salute. like she's the reason we had terry cruz and crackdown oh, okay um she's responsible for a lot of the cool stuff like the wu-tang collab yes gears. that was fire mm. yes um not necessarily run the jewels but mm -hmm. yeah she was involved she had her hands in a lot of stuff Dope. and i looked at nicole I was like they probably asked you too huh she's like they did and i'm not doing it <laughs> i was like cool i'll do it Let's so we go. had done a lot of stuff for ki mm -hmm. it was video related right like we would always release patch notes and i'm like hey it was okay david ellis who mm -hmm. at the still works at 343 yep david ellis would say um, I remember a tweet, and I remember very poignantly, he was like, 
What about the older people that don't want to watch a video on an article? This is back when articles used to just be the video. Just be the video. He was like, why can't you do the video along with the notes right. and whatnot? You know, it was accessibility was kind of coming into the center. So I said for KI, I said, hey, we always release patch notes right. that are just long, dry, boring. They're mm -hmm. great reads. They're technical reads, though. Yes. What if we did video content along with it? Dope. And that's where they're like, okay, great. You, it's your project. Go. Dope. So I would have to be in the video working with our creative media team. Mm -hmm. Um you know, we would capture the gameplay. I'd talk to camera and make sure I knew enough about it. Mm. I didn't know people were watching that internally and like, mm. oh, yeah, he could probably do this. So Fire. we did E3. Fire. And mm. I was just the whole shebang. But yeah. that was my my first real, real big Microsoft one. Yes. I had spoke in front of thousands with the Boys and Girls Club, right. but never that. Yeah, that was that. And that because <laughs> you're on stage. I believe it's the, the General Ram, right? The General yep, Ram yep. character mm -hmm. reveal, Killer Instinct. The building goes crazy, and um, yeah, I just remember seeing your energy, and I was like, "Oh, who this?" You know, for me, I got, I can't lie, like you know, so as a person of color, I'm like, "Oh, this is cool. <laughs> like, yeah. We we outside, baby. We out, we up here. You know what I'm saying?" So it was really cool to see it. I just, I liked your energy, and like also, you know, I'm a big fight games guy, so it's just like, you know, so cool to see them get behind that Xbox. We need to get more fighting right. games, please. But um, yeah, like it, it was dope, and I wanted to give you flowers for that because I thought that was really. A moment, and I, I felt, you know, what I'm saying from that point on, Xbox fans started to recognize your face more as we saw you now doing maybe more interviews and more other things, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah, for sure. It was it was funny too because uh, you get down there, and again, I was I was thinking like we just do this, and addict. I'm gonna go back to that point you made about that Minecraft VR bit. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the levels it would reach or whatnot or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you get down there and they had an acting coach and they have us doing warm-ups. Okay. You have to say some dumb stuff like, I own this stage. And you're doing all these bits and trying to be loud and project. And he came up to me. He's like, you're good. Had, had you been trained in this? I was like, oh, me, I code switch. Like, I, be people all the time. I was like, what you mean? Freestyle off the top. Um, that off the top yeah. was crazy. Well, and I was like, this is fun. I was like, I know. Because of the upbringing and who I've been around, and my mom dating you. Sam, and like knowing Rodney Stuckey before he went to the league, Stucky. I still see him all the time. And mm. having buddies that went to the NBA or NFL, mm -hmm. like I realized, uh, as far as it comes to fame, yes. this stuff is just the same. You're yes. just another person Good point. who has more eyes on them. So when it came to speaking, again, I'm used to cameras and all that stuff mm -hmm. being on and around. And yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because we were always in sales. My dad with the restaurant, my mom in real estate. Like, you had to speak to get what you needed. You wanted, right? That's real. That's real. And so we got up there, and I did my bit, and I didn't necessarily think I was energetic or not. Right. Everybody has to read into it and glean what they want to glean from it. Mm -hmm. But I do remember going back and seeing that Minecraft bit. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Let's go. I guess I, guess I can do this okay. Mm. Like, I... I had never looked at it through that lens of how am I doing comparatively. Right. And it turns out, and this is, I will fully say it's gloating, but let's go. Let's it feels go. It's good to gloat. I guess I tested higher in the Nielsen ratings on that oh, than oh, you, everybody are you, else. Are you I a, have no idea why. I, <laughs> listen, man, I, I, that's what I felt. Be addict, addict. We've had this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like when you you during your tenure, you know, it, I always felt it was the energy that you brought to the role. And look, are we going, since we're being honest, you know, my issue was when during, because you had all that, that, that great run, but then I remember they brought out, in, they did Inside Xbox. Mm -hmm. And I had a problem with it <laughs> because my thing was like, it was so personality 
driven and I wanted more like just focus on the gameplay and stuff. But the only times, the only one of the few personalities that I did like was you. You know what I'm saying? And the yeah. energy that you brought to it. So I was just like, you know, I, my question for you was one, you know, the thought process behind the show. Because it was very controversial at the time. Some people were like, yo, why are they doing this? And all the people were like, yo, this is not for you. This is a marketing thing. It was very. It's still. You know people, what I'm saying? And, and, people looking at magnifying glasses. When that inside Xbox coming back, we want to talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, so it became this thing. It was a very polarizing thing. In the community. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. You know what I'm saying? So my question is, like, what was the thought process internally behind it? If you remember back then. And um, do you think they bring it back? <laughs> I'm curious. Do you think it'll come back? Yeah, um, I'm curious. But they the always had a struggle. You know, don't get mad at me. Oh, Tina uh, Summerford. I'm like, oh, I can say this. It's nothing crazy. Okay. They've come out and said they've always had the struggle with understanding that. I think Larry's larger than life, right? Well, Major Nelson yeah, is a brand. I know that by himself. millions, if not tens of millions of mm -hmm. dollars go through MajorNelson.com as far as like oh, purchases. Legend, Maybe right. not so much anymore because he's been able to kind of pull back from it. Mm -hmm. But if you bring Larry on stage, that means there's a certain level of pomp and circumstance. True. True. That's expected. True. Um, Graham, not as much, but still. Yeah. Jeff, sure. Mm -hmm. So when it Time came to rules. planning and executing, mm -hmm. The guys knew broadcast production. Gotcha. Guys and gals. And Tina coming from TV. Like, it was freaking gorgeous. Oh, my God. Yo, the setup was amazing. Immaculate. My problem was the expectations that that set. Right. right. If right. you have an E3 stage that costs thousands, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands, whatever it costs. I don't know the actual numbers on it. Mm -hmm. um, people are going to expect announcements you can't do that yeah, we would wait we would, good point good point yeah. and we knew that too like we yeah. very much knew hey this is running light this is running dry mm -hmm. i don't think people were mind you this is pre-tiktok so mm -hmm. i don't think people were as willing to let go of that long form sort of format yes. the beautiful for format point. and have something that's not as polished mm -hmm. more succinct it gives off that community vibe and feel. One of the lessons that I always got taught when we talk about that woman, Jen, who was my boss, is mm -hmm. she was like, I don't care about the video being neat and polished. Like, make it say its point. We'll get better for next time. Get it out so it's topical. Right. But it can be rough. Social can be rough. Mm -hmm. And I wish they would have treated Inside Xbox more rough mm -hmm. because I think shining the beautiful lights, the beautiful stage that we weren't allowed to walk on the Xbox logo <laughs> and doing all that, having Larry, having Phil all the time. Oh, yeah, that just... Make people think it was going to be something yeah. way more than it. That's a good point. It is, and then it was. <laughs> yeah. The pro. I always felt like the problem with that is you had a people, a lot of people in the PR department trying to communicate to like fans, and I never felt like it's hard for us to communicate with them and for them to communicate with us because besides Major Nelson, like a lot of people don't even know who a lot of the other people were, and mm -hmm. I felt like there was. There wasn't a lot of spotlights on games, like, uh, you know, Cognito said. Like, And I've always felt like Inside Xbox is a good outlet for the stuff that they have. It always felt like they never showed it on their stage. Right. It was always somewhere else. And it's, it's just, I think Inside Xbox can work, but I do think it got to be ran different. Yeah, I just, I, I agree. I think, you know a little less personalities, faster pacing, and get to the trailers, get to the games, and have more of a seamless transition. That was my only <laughs> thing, because it, I think you, you nailed it, Rikari. The production value was so good that we almost, maybe it was us as fans expected like E3-level type announcements at this mm -hmm. show, and maybe, it, obviously, it wasn't targeted for that, but I think that's what the expectation said, so maybe if the, the format would change. But I, I had to ask you that, because I was very curious during that era, but I, I did want to transition, because I know we're running long, but... um. 
to now, right? So it's like here and now, senior, you know what I'm saying, community manager over at GameStop. How's that transition been for you in the new role? You know what I'm saying, doing that. And then um, just in general with GameStop and like how you feel they adapt right now in this day and age, in this time. Hmm. Let's see here. Without getting senior in trouble. community. Nothing will get me in trouble. I'm trying to figure out because there's a lot that happened between that first inside Xbox okay. and now. No, break it down. Give, take us there real quick. Yeah, if you can. Did I ever tell you the story about how I, was, I quit nope. inside Xbox? Nope. Got another one? No. Um, so we talk about those first. This, this is going to be a journey about finding oneself. Right? Let's get it. So Let's get it. Inside Xbox, first couple of episodes happened, and your boy was out here shucking and jiving. I don't know if you guys remember, <laughs> but they had, they had Larry Graham and Jeff delivering news, yes. and I was at the social desk literally reading responses from Twitter about what people were saying about I the show. That. Oh, I was the God. only person someone right beside you and it was like a black desk or something like yep. that. I was at a big old surface table. Yes. And um, yeah, it was fun. But they were like, I was like, what are my lines? They're like, just pull up a few things that are fun, mm -hmm. cheeky, you know, mm -hmm. have fun with it. And I was like, y'all got me out here as old boy that pulls people off the stage at the Apollo. Like, I'm Steve Harvey and Kings of Comedy. I'm just working the crowd so the actual acts come out. I was pissed. Mm -hmm. I was upset. And not because I wanted to be them. Mm -hmm. More so that I thought I had to be them. And gotcha. I was like, I feel like I'm, you know, when mm -hmm. I say sideshow, Bob, it's not that I'm sideshow. It's mm -hmm. that I don't know that I, I was literally just clapping and dancing and not doing anything of substance of the sh for the gotcha. show. For what you felt. Took till E3 mm -hmm. of that year. Um, I, you know, I ran up and much like running into you guys at PAX, somebody yeah. said, hey, man, what shoes you got on? Mm -hmm. It was a group of brothers. And I was like, what? What you mean? Yeah. And they're like, come on, man. We see you on Inside Xbox. Like, we know. Yeah. You always wear a different pair of shoes every episode. And I was like, <laughs> you noticed that, huh? Oh, yeah. Kid gave like, us oh, Come on, man. And they're like, you're the only one up there that gets up there and BSs and doesn't have to be all stiff and proper. And I was like, y'all like that, huh? Mm -hmm. And it was in that moment where I had to realize, I was like, oh, I can be me and not worry about being them and right. having yeah. to be right and having to be proper and respectful and deliver a certain way. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what kind of took off and I did this stuff in 2017 and all of a sudden I'm doing all these speaking engagements and again and I'll blaze through it just because yeah I know you guys are short on time mm -hmm. um you know being myself not caring about the athletes or the actors because I realized they put on their pants one leg at a time just like the rest mm -hmm. of us mm -hmm. and then I get let let go mm. from Microsoft in 2019 mm. not because I wasn't it wasn't for any performance related issues right. which was great because I still got my bonuses and I'm all that. To that but it was one of those realizations where I was like I did all this stuff and it didn't matter mm. in the end, right? You okay. you do this stuff and when it comes to just business and numbers, that's all it means. So why wasn't I taking care of myself? Got you. Um, and I'm going to Jamaica to do a segment with Usain Bolt. Mm. Where the hell was my camera? I was worried about taking care of Papa <laughs> right. Xbox and I should have brought my camera For like, yourself, yo, yeah. this is dope. They're sending me to London. Where's my camera? Right. You know, let me let me stop. I stopped caring about the companies as much. And it's almost like this workforce shift now where people jump jobs to move on and move up. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was kind of one of those realization moments where I was like, I gave them 10 years, mm -hmm. damn near. And not that they just, I don't think they cast me aside. Okay. But it was definitely like a, it can go away like that. Like so that. GameStop, right. Pretty much like a creative differences at that point. So mm -hmm. it was. No, it was just money. Gotcha. It was just they were shaving. Okay, so think of there's two waves. There's marketing waves, and then there's always dev waves. Mm -hmm. And when dev waves are starting and you're getting closer to release, mm -hmm. 
and then you get past release well that's when marketing's really ramping up right right and then dev kind of goes into other bits and mm -hmm. dev wave falls and marketing takes over to make sure people are buying and playing and then mm -hmm. it's different now with games as continued services instead of just a release and forget Good but point. i knew a layoff was coming mm. and i was working on xbox streaming with another full-time employee who had been there longer than me and i was like okay if anybody gets cut it's going to be me right i knew that i was well aware i missed fit. a ton of layoffs but mm -hmm. when it finally came the the anger was just uh, not even anger mm -hmm. the realization was that i tried so hard to make it look like my focus was xbox not that i was out there traveling the world meeting the rock and usain and ronda rousey and all this stuff mm -hmm. i was like i don't want people thinking i'm having fun because then they're gonna you know get mad at me for having fun <laughs> now i'm like nah, hell no i'm having Have fun, fun. i'm gonna bring, bring everybody along the ride with me as you should so as it gets to gamestop as it pertains to them yeah to be very honest i just needed a job i started 2019 off well excuse me i started after i got laid off july 5th 2019 mm -hmm. month later i was on stage at the gamestop expo with xbox so i was hired by xbox to go to the gamestop uh managers expo okay and I'm on stage talking about Xbox. Mm -hmm. I got paid a five-digit sum for that. And I was like, this hosting thing is it. Oh, hosting is fire. Mm. Yeah. I was like, this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. This is what we're going to do. I know it was a, you know, a few-day package, so don't think it was like that crazy for one yeah. hour. But whatever. I was like, we're going to host. And I've already got the ends. <laughs> Let's go. And they, they're hiring me. We did the Super Bowl. We did mm. a couple other things. And I'm like, yep, this hosting thing, here we go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all know what happened March 2020. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I started, A, 2020 was the greatest quarter I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> quarter was lit, but the worst year. Yeah, yeah. So I started and I signed like sixty-five thousand dollars worth of contracts. It's like we taking over. I'm bringing my cameras. March came and ew, and everything stopped. So you go. Damn, thankfully, bro. I was able to live for about a year and a half. Yeah. But it it got to May last year, and I was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, your boy needs a job, yeah. and it just so happened to be. And we talk about all the connections we made over the years. Mm -hmm. This guy Justin calls me. I was, hey, what you think about working at GameStop? I was like, you've been barking up this tree for a while. <laughs> now to rewind, Justin was the community manager on Halo and Gears when I was the kid lining for up. Wait, stop. That's crazy. He doesn't like to be public. Like, he's not out there yeah. like that anymore on Twitter. But I don't know if you remember the name 6OK. Okay. He, uh, he did a bunch of stuff with Microsoft. Yes. Got laid off from Microsoft as well. Went to Robot. He was working on Orcs Must Die. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's been at GameStop for the past few years. So it came oh, full, circle, full circle. And he'd been trying to know, poach like, me. For a long time. And so I was like, and, I mean, the truth was, I was like, hey, I'm not telling him. But whatever comes up, I'm going to take. I was actually talking yeah. to the Xbox third-party hardware team. Mm -hmm. Too. Oh, so there was like, still what? a chance at that point. There was still a chance. Yeah, I was like, yeah. whatever. I mean, I had just started, and I said, whatever first offer comes, I'm come taking. Because you're now, and you're, GameStop yeah. gave me the uh, title. Mm. So that I was like, yep, we go in there. We go in there, and, yeah. and, and this is like you said, pandemic. It's rough out here. You know what I'm saying? It, it, yeah. it was brutal, and I, I went through it myself. I had got laid off by one of my, my XIT companies went down and it was just like, yo, what's the next move, right? Like, what's the next move? And you gotta, I, I know that feeling, brother. Like that, it, it gets yeah. real. You like, yo, Dang something don't that, pop soon. That first time the 15th or the first comes and nothing hits your account Woo! and you're like, yo. And all the ladies like, we're fine, we're okay. Look at all this money you got in here. And I was like, yeah, but when it's not going in, yes. it's just coming, coming out. out. And that's actually what that layoff taught me is I was like, right. I no longer will I have a singular source of revenue. Good point. Like, I need to figure out how to. I don't care if it's pennies on the dollar here mm -hmm. and thousands of dollars there and a hundred here. Like, I need to figure out ways to keep 
yeah. checks coming in because I didn't. I was uncomfortable. No, I'm I with you. Too much hustling me to yep, do that. Me and you yep. the same, bro. That's how I so. move. Same thing. It was like you were not like completely dead in the water, but you know, realistically, when there's nothing coming in and it's slowly drained up, if you don't start moving and being proactive to do something, then it's gonna get ugly. And you you stopped it before. Luckily, you know what I'm saying you were blessed. You were able to get an opportunity before it got to that point. But I, I respect that story, bro, because it's like that's real life. You know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of people don't understand. It's real out here. We smiling and we having fun and we getting a chance to do the things we do. But the gaming industry is a volatile industry. I tell people all the time, like it, it's tough. So salute to you, man. I just love to hear the story of, of of the full circle aspect. You know what I'm saying? And now you back out there, host. You about to do? I'm gonna be in uh, Orlando. You'll be at GCX. Yeah. I seen. So that you. was the other big thing. Is I. Told I told them right when I first started. Funny enough, I told them I don't want to be on camera, and they were like, "Well, you know, there's going to be a certain bit of on cameraness with being a community manager." And I said, "Yeah, mm -hmm. but unless it's my job, if you want that to be my job, just put it in my JD." Yeah, so like Xbox right. made me mad because they'd always treat it like, like I should be thankful for it, right, right. and like I wasn't just doing all this marketing for them. Right. Um, but yeah, and I said number two, I was like, I still want the freedom to go do my hosting on the side. Okay, okay. So I was like, I was like, y'all will never be able to pay me enough. Not yeah. that that's a bad thing, yeah. but yeah. I'm gonna just know my worth. And if I can go do that, and they were like, my boss said he's like, if you become more famous, we become more famous. Mm. And I was like, oh, bet. So yeah, I get to do GCX. In a couple weeks. Negotiation or fleet. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's go. I <laughs> see like, you. Like, I can do GCX in a couple weeks. Oh wait, I didn't mean this. Soon. No, you said no, it. No, you said it to the contract, bro. <laughs> see, see you in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. Nah, salute, bro, man. We could talk all. This, this is powerful stuff, man. Powerful stuff. Love to hear the journeys like that. The real talk behind the journeys, and I, I appreciate that so much, brother. I was going to transition to the main question, final questions that we do, unless uh, Attic had a question or saw that question before we move on to the final stuff. But um, guess that. <laughs> oh, let's, let's no, go. no, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if you can answer this or not, but I know you know in, in recent everybody, everybody sort of valuing the 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 end of GameStop. What does that mean? You know, yeah. oh my God, you know what's going to happen to that to that brand? And you, as a person who's out there having to talk about it and sort of specifically connect with the community that's going to either make or break that, 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 that brand. Has it been, it, it, have you, in your time there, has it, have you seen it as being very transitional from what it used to be? Or is it, is it kind of business as usual from what we know of GameStop? You know, we talked earlier before the show started about not knowing, mm -hmm. and it's not that I've, tried to be ignorant on it it's just that right. i don't understand the business side of it i will say it's not like gamestop had shutdown plans right you know when i think of the likes of circuit city what else blockbuster oh, yeah. all these things right. that went away they kind of just did yeah so right. i very much live every day like it could but i don't think there is a clear <laughs> delineated path to going away if that makes sense until right. it's gone right. until it's because gone. no business owner will ever you know, or group of owners will ever say, hey, we're probably going to be shutting down here in about a year. No, they're going to do everything they can. <laughs> yeah, until yeah. It's gone. So but, that said, GameStop, the pitch that they always gave me, this guy, Justin, always gave me even a, a year before I started. He was like, we're doing fine. We're sitting on cash. The stock craziness. Yeah. It's just proof that, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in a year or two. Yeah. Um, but I do know that before that, they were talking about the cash they had sitting on and these transition changes and okay. pandemic messing stuff up. So, right. Mm -hmm. I don't look at it, and maybe this is the horrible part, as my forever home in right. the sense that I thought Microsoft was my forever home, and that went away. Right, right. So I look at it as what can I learn in my tenure here? Here, here whether, now. Yeah. yeah. 
whether that be for one year, three years, five years, where Good are my point. growth opportunities Good and where's point. my chance to get better? Fantastic. Fantastic yeah. way of looking at it. And, and and one thing you realize, I mean, I realize in, in the industry is just that, like, like you said, like, sometimes you got to take advantage of the here and now and how you can improve your skill set and what you can get out of it. And we kind of away from the days. It's really rare this time, like to be with one company, for, like a lifer for something in, in this day. Yep. And it's really hard. Like it, it's really like an accomplishment and, and a lot of some luck as well. But yeah, I hear your point on that, man. It's very, very valid points. Really cool story. Definitely mm -hmm. want to transition you to the questions we asked all the guests in the realm. Sure. I need Lord Ricari's top five video games or franchises of all time. Hmm. Uh, Halo CE is definite favorite of all time. <laughs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> um, and whether that's franchise or game, what else do I just pick up and play all the time? All the time. All the time. CE, Tony Hawk. Goldeneye is still another one. Ooh, best boss music in the game. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. um, what else we got in there? Any generation. NFL Blitz. Ooh, first Ooh, NFL Blitz, Blitz rep. Well, okay. How about, hey, yeah, how about 2000? Yeah, okay. NFL Blitz okay. 2000 okay. is the one. Okay. One and, you know, oddly enough, oh, I want to say Star Fox or Sonic. There's so many games that just have different reasons for turning this, me on to them. This can evolve over time. Yeah. What else? Let's... Mm -hmm. What's important? No, Super Mario World. World. Okay. Yeah. Mm, the final one. Favorite? Look, mm -hmm. the, okay. the thing to know about me is I never think anything is good or bad. Okay. It's just, it's what can I glean from the experience and what do I find myself having fun with? That's what it's about. And also, when I started working at Xbox and I would have to be on streams playing games to play XBLA, mm -hmm. I got opened up to a breadth of games that I had no idea existed because my little purview was about yay yes. big. Yes. So I'm here for whatever, and I know there's a lot that I've missed. Um, this is your so, list, brother. Yeah, this is just, your yeah. list. It's what it, it, it has no weight. Like it's like I guess if I got a pick. Nah, this is yo. This is what it resonates <laughs> for Halo. with you. Halo, Halo's, Halo's number one. Of course, we got that C in there. Respect and favorite console of all time and why? Yeah. Ooh. We go in there. We go in there. There was something that clicked for me about the Dreamcast. Ooh. I didn't see this one. The 64. I mean, it was the first one that I really got to spend an unholy amount of time with. <laughs> got those demo discs. It's yeah. the console on which I first was introduced to Tony Hawk. Yeah. I had a ton of fun with NBA, uh, or excuse me, NFL 2K. Mm. Um, for some odd reason, even in thinking of the, you know, the virtual memory unit. Yeah, the VMU. Yeah, it's like I when I think of it, it's holding a special play. Like it, that's yes. that's what I'm thinking yeah. back to. Classic, um, classic console. Classic. Those 64 is close. Okay, okay, that's fire. Man. Salute to Ricari. Yeah, yeah we never we didn't touch on this, and it, yeah. maybe there's a reason for it. So when we talked about the Sega love, there was no because I when you said you worked on Crimson Dragon and, and kind of that oh, that promotion, that's go. the spiritual successor to like Panzer Dragon. Here we go. Or, were you a Saturn, any type of Sega Saturn in your life? Or leading, the right leading the witness. Leading <laughs> the witness. Leading the witness. Leading the witness. All I had was a Sega, and that's all. Not necessarily we could afford, but it's just all we had. Like, I couldn't. Michael, the same kid that had Sega Channel, ended up getting a Saturn. But we just, I think with my age, my neighborhood, mm -hmm. all that, we weren't ready for discs yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. We weren't ready for discs. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, too and rough and looking at, I remember I remember the price of them and all that. And my dad was like, why? Well, we can get these Genesis games for this much. <laughs> you know, like, so no, I wasn't able to do that. And I think the Genesis, mm-hmm. you know, the Genesis came out when I was 13. You started to hit that 14-year-old. You could legally work. And yes, I was yeah. working. And I had money. Some I could go of, buy some, games. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It became the first thing that I could go do. Got you. And really go do on my own. No doubt. Salute to Ricard. It's fire. It's fire. Let's get these topics going. So you want to get the super chats while yeah, I read um, the uh, poll? Yeah, we got a couple real, okay. real quick. Oh, you already got, got them lined? Okay, cool. Yeah, they're lined up. We got Mad410, member for 27 months. Thank you, sir. Good day, Lords. Appreciate you, brother. And we have Splendiferous, <laughs> $2 super chat. Sob, you know what you talk about, player? Sports talk. Yeah, sports yes, talk sir. was the jam back then. And we got Necromancer Zale, $5 super chat. I miss those KB Toys, K merchandise days, running to the video game section, looking at Sega and Nintendo games felt more magical back then. Yes, mm-hmm. as a kid, you just, that's, that's like, that's like going to Disneyland. Oh, yeah. Cedric H, $2 super chat. Do y'all remember the PlayStation Pizza Hut demos? Rakari mentioned yes. this. I don't remember that me per, for me personally. Maybe it's because I was, you know, I, I had a modded PlayStation. Yes. I'll say that. Yes. <laughs> so yes, I don't indeed. remember too many of those PlayStation uh, demo discs, but I do remember other demo discs for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Then we got Kay Asante, $5 ah, super chat. Asante. Salute to the Lords and the great guests. Loving the stories. Really hitting home. We miss seeing you on Xbox streams, Lord Ricardo. Yeah, we yes, definitely we do. do. Absolutely. And we got Dragonheart Yobi TV. Yobi. $10 super chat. What's up, brother? I'm calling it now. Based <laughs> on rumors, the achievement list popped up in January slash February. Rumors said it was a June release. GoldenEye 007 HD remaster will be announced during the showcase. If not, take my knees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he put it out all on the line. He put it on the line. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Up. We'll see. Cool. That'd be nice. What's that? Yeah, we're good. All right. Last week's poll results are the people have spoken with the Series S outside selling the PS5 for one week in Japan. Do you think the Series S generation of consoles will outpace all other generation of Xbox consoles before it? The winner of the four-way ILP poll at 54% was, I don't care. Little man is outside in these Japanese streets and Nintendo Switch is next. So they feel it very <laughs> bullish. Very, very bullish. Coming in at second place at 22% of the vote with Series S will surpass the Xbox One and OG Xbox, but not 360. In third place at a close 18% with Series S generation consoles will be the eventual leader of all previous Xbox consoles in Japan. And in last place, only 4% of the vote with Series S will easily beat Xbox One in Japan, but not the OG or 360 group. Shout out to all the lords who participated in the poll flame you got to be rigging these votes i see you doing something with the messy lord every time he's always, always. in there he's rigging i know you're doing something flame i know you are just to let you know i'm on you shout out to my man one bad mother pulling up from xbox eric can i get a mic check sir testing testing how perfect. are you son perfect yes yeah <laughs> see you i see you bro salute the covenant look like we got jd gaming right quick so yeah get to the topic. Uh, jd gaming five dollars super chat ricari would you go back to xbox if there was an opportunity uh, yeah, it depends on the role. See, now I'm at the point where mm-hmm. uh, the role is right, money is right. Depends on what my freelance stuff is doing, what I'd be allowed to do. Um, okay. GameStop's been very flexible with the creativity externally. Okay. So, yes, the, the answer is yes. I have no bad blood. I would absolutely do it. Um, if they wanted to utilize the voice talents, I'd be like, hey, let's build that in. So mm-hmm. when I say rewarded, yeah. not like paid, right. but like, 
hey, you get a good job on your review because you did these things that you said you would do. Dude, oh, yes. Yeah. Respect, respect. You heard that Xbox fail, fail back to call. I mean, we hit fellow, we're going to make it happen. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just joking. Anyway, moving on. So we got to get into these topics, y'all. So, Soft, man, you're up, man. I mean, actually, Attic. My man, Attic's here. So, Attic's up. Yeah. Um, You want me to set it up, Attic? You got this? Yeah. All right, I'll set it up for you, man. This is a big one. Um, PlayStation says half of its releases will be on PC and mobile by 2025. Shout out to Video Games Chronicle. And uh, PS4 releases will be phased out. And speaking to during a business briefing, Jim Ryan said he's looking to expand to larger platforms, in particular committing to releasing at least 12 live service games in the coming years. He also stated that um, the company expects half of its annual releases to be on PC and mobile by 20, 2025. He said they've already kind of had the execution of the single player game delivery, but they said that. And it's, he said, but it's certainly the case that we have restricted ourselves to a rather narrow portion of the gaming market. He said, by expanding the PC and mobile, and it must be said also to live services, we have the opportunity to move from a situation of being present in a very narrow segment of the overall gaming software market to be present pretty much everywhere. So this one was kind of making the waves. Attic, this is your topic. What did you feel? What did you, why did you want to bring this to the realm? Don't we got a video? Oh, we got, you know what? We do, we got a video. So let's see what's going on. <laughs> oh, no. What's going on out here? What could happen? Yes. So I'm not going to be there this weekend, but uh, it's going to be a great show, right? So my, my topic that we all talking about, you're talking about PlayStation and the revenue this year from the PC. And I want to say, you know, thank you for Jim for um, putting Nixus to work. And, you know, that's my heart. Nixus is my heart. Oh, my God. Uh, they're doing fantastic work. But I do want to say that uh, shout out to Jim because my, my, my check came in for supporting PlayStation. So I'm able to pick up my boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm getting my yacht game together. We're going to be moving. I'm going to try to keep up with Jim. But um, yeah, PlayStation, Revenue, PC, told you. I'm 97% right. Everything is switching over. Games of service. PC is happening. Nexus is getting these games out there. Horizons is going to get there. Yo, shout out to Eternal getting a Steam. We saw the Steam database. It was ridiculous. So what I got to say and what y'all got to do is follow Jim Dance Move and make sure you're staying tuned. It's crazy. 100%. Bars. King. Catch y'all later. Oh, I love the fact that right now, services is in vogue y'all are getting down with the program and um pc is something that y'all gonna support too shout out to the team in blue we know how y'all do y'all don't follow the league when it's on green but as soon as we switch it over to you that's how you do boy <laughs> who's that special guest Eric? <laughs> we got the random king from the beach cameo <laughs> no clue man no clue. I'm so upset he was yelling at me the whole video on that salmon shirt and then I had a dry sweat on his forehead I know he that early just so he can look right <laughs> yo we just yeah, gotta be yeah, it's funny how he said it, 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 it's salmon it's salmon it's not, it's not pink it's salmon it's not, it's not salmon I know why he act like he got the boat for playstation yo <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, the rings on. I heard the keys jingling. Yeah, yeah. Like he's gonna go somewhere. <laughs> no, and, then, and, then, and then he poses in front of a dinghy. It's okay. like a dinghy. <laughs> Talk about he got the yacht from Jim Ryan. <laughs> Yo, I can't with him. I can't with King. So, so Attic, man, it's your topic. Where are we at with this, bro? 
it's just you know it says what we've been saying for a while you know a lot of these besides nintendo these platform holders they're looking to make more money Mm -hmm. and the best way to make more money is to put your stuff on more platforms yes and it's looking like you know xbox is their first uh it does look like playstation's following maybe not as fast Mm -hmm. uh because xbox they they just jump straight out the out, out the at the airplane they're like everything's their day one but mm-hmm. looks like playstation slowly uh indoctrinating their fan base to buying <laughs> stuff on a uh, pc mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's an interesting thing because if you look at it like they expect a way more return off the pc market this yeah, those, coming up quarter than they did this impressive. year mm-hmm. it was like almost quadruple the pc numbers what it impressive. was mm-hmm. so like to me it's just like if you expect that kind of increase in your PC sales, what you about to do, Sony? What's Jim Ryan about to do? You know, we can start out with soft because soft never goes back. Yeah, let's all go for the video call after that. I mean, Jim, this is the thing. I've always said this. Um, you know, King 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 acts like you know it, it, he he wants them to go away. But, but 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 they're making all the right moves. Right. I, it, it's something that 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 um that cog has said is like there's no hubris here mm-hmm. they're acknowledging the changes in the market mm-hmm. and they're doing what's necessary in their own way to adapt to that in a way that doesn't scream hey you need a second job for this console it's not that so yeah i would be a resistant to the day and day and i get that the thing is that if everything they have in place works they're never going to need to do that right if these service games pop, let's say whatever many service games they want to have, if two of them are successful, right? And if this mobile sort of initiative is successful in any way, shape, or form. When I say mobile, I mean, I don't know that we've seen what Nintendo's done in the mobile space. There's some money to be made. I don't know if a core more mobile game is what they're thinking about or just rather cloud, you know, core games in the cloud on mobile. Maybe that's what they mean by that. But if all of this stuff hits in a real way, then... It doesn't make him a liar when he says we're going to continue with these big AAA, you know, uh, super polished, Mm -hmm. super high production value experiences, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to continue to happen because now you have all of these other service-based things to support the development of those games, which are more and more super expensive, and they're going to continue to get more expensive. And us as fans, we're not going to take, you know, accept a drop in quality. We're not going to accept something that, that looks or feels lesser than The Last of Us Part Two, right? Mm-hmm. We're not gonna accept that anymore. So he realizes that to keep that, all of this other stuff has to fall into place. Right. If it falls into place, I'm seeing that they will never, I mean, we'll get closer to day and date mm-hmm. on PC. We'll get the six months maybe, we'll get we'll get the six to 10 months maybe within a calendar year. Right. But I don't know that we ever get day and date if all of this stuff starts to happen because mm-hmm. they don't need to. The strength of the PlayStation name and the PlayStation brand, brand globally is so strong that it, like I said, if this stuff works, mm-hmm. it's not gonna matter. Like it's mm-hmm. not gonna matter all this other stuff that we're saying that they're gonna fall in line with. And we've been saying it all along, they're gonna fall in line. And that was with the assumption that they were approaching the situation with hubris right. and were resistant because no, this is the way we're gonna do things. And no, Jim Ryan says certain things that made people assume they were gonna do stick to the status quo. Mm-hmm. And you realize that that is not it. Mm-hmm. So. This stuff, again, I got to give it to Jim Ryan. Like, it's exciting because he understands that the power of PlayStation is not in the walled-off garden. Mm-hmm. It's not in just the console space. Right. 
it's everywhere. And when PlayStation is everywhere in a real way, look out. Look out. Actually, so be careful what you wish for. <laughs> be careful what I you wish for. I actually disagree. I think there, there is a good chance they go day and date with their PC games. Mm, I, I we mm. gonna get we gonna get to a B. I, I got thoughts. This this is a good this is a good discussion for it. Let's get this. Well, this so okay. Yeah, let me clarify. Yeah. PC PC makes sense. PC does make sense, right? Because mm. it, it's just an exp- once they consider PC fully an expansion of their ecosystem mm-hmm. and not some side thing. Yes. I mean. Hmm. I think the yeah. moment you see them drop something like factions or just one game well that's the thing the difference I, I in sales between that and six months it would it would, it would be well stupid and that's the thing right i'm meaning core games like their their, their first party their single player narrative experiences i think see he's already lying about the fact that those service-based games aren't going to come day and date to those it makes no sense you need player bases and you need player bases day one it doesn't make sense that you wouldn't put that game out on pc day and day so I, you know, I, I think I think he's lying about that. <laughs> like that, that to me is, that is reality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. For no. sure. So Macari, man, where, where, where we at with this? You know, we seeing the, you know, they making the announcements, they showing showing the success financially of how they're doing. You know, with some of the PC releases and now this commitment and like the terms like you know narrow market and then expanding. Like, what does this mean to you when you hear Sony uh, talk talk this talk about the other markets? Gaming is the biggest industry that's out there. All the others combined still don't equal the revenue that gaming brings in. Yep. So there's nothing wrong with opening, you know, opening yourself up to a larger ecosystem. Mm. I don't ever walk into a store and get mad that we'll go back 20 years. Let's go. The movie that I want to watch that's on VHS is also on DVD. Like, <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've never understood the gripe. <laughs> Um, because I think consoles will always live on in that mm-hmm. if I just want to plug in this box into my TV and I know that it works with minimal mm-hmm. things that I need to do, I need the HDMI cord, we're good, yeah. great. I've got my crazy PC setup, mm-hmm. but I have to go through individual components to make sure things are optimized. Mm-hmm. There's a crowd for that too. But, but Ricari, I can sell to both. But Ricari, <laughs> what about the thought process that having it on a, another platform devalues your experience? Because I was no, told nobody, that, 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 that... But the people that argue online, <laughs> nobody thinks Wait, that. So, so you say the people that argue a lot is an echo chamber and a small representation of what gaming means? Is, is that what we say? Absolutely. One of my favorite bits on KI, there was this uh, feature that came out called Combo Assist. Combo Assist mm-hmm. basically hit the... You, you didn't really have to focus on the timing. You just had to hit the proper button in succession to pull off your combo. It kind of took the left thumbstick out of it. it. All of our all of our super engaged core audience said this is terrible, mm. absolutely terrible. You're, you're cheapening my experience. I'm going to be losing matches I shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And then we got the data oh. from our user research analytics. Said, yeah, people that had combo assist on on average played for like thirty to forty percent engagement. Longer wow. Yeah, so, so these decisions it, are made by data and not just because people yelling on Twitter and being upset. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes, crazy. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's but crazy. I have to say, Look, I, I don't understand why people get upset. You should be happy because you expand that pool of potential players, mm-hmm. pool of potential buyers. All of a sudden, you get more content for games that live on longer. Now, are there trade-offs? Yeah. Sure. It's crazy to watch a market in which games are released in a less than optimal state, but games are also a... Yeah. All right, use KI again. You guys talk about it. things not working right before they ship. KI's multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Online multiplayer did not work. And if you remember how bad the yes. Xbox platforms 
networking services were mm -hmm. two weeks before ship mm. could you imagine not being able to play the game that you're supposed to be able to play against players online yeah, yeah that's tough anyway yeah. we we are in a world where games come out purposefully unreleased Fortnite is still in beta mm. and i think there are times that we're accepting of that times where we're not but sometimes i feel like we pick and choose when we're gonna be like it's tough to think of halo as a live mm -hmm. service game but it definitely is that now mm. but then I, I do look at campaign and i'm like dang i wish this one would have been done done mm. and i'd have my co-op and not have to wait for it but anyway point being is that my viewpoint on it all is right I still get to play wherever and however I want to play. <laughs> so I've got nothing to gripe about. Oh, so, okay. So you're enjoying your experience despite someone else. Had, okay. That's, yeah, that's yeah. an interesting thought, man. I mean, this is really cool. I mean, before I pass it to, to one bad mother, I wanted to ask you about the live service component specifically and, and the aggressiveness there we're seeing. We're seeing now, they're saying, what, 12 live service game which is kind of kind of new for sony like what do you, what do you feel is it, is it is it again a situation where you think they may be looking at the trends the data of the top games whether it be free free to play and and that kind of stuff and want to get a part of that like what's your thought when you hear them talk about wanting to jump in that market well games are no longer ship and forget right we you know street fighter was a live service game though it was slower with its service updates ki shipped something like 40 something updates right. um even balance changes would make you a live mm -hmm. service game uh, so it doesn't always have to be Call of Duty or Fortnite type of live service. I think we as a consumer base just have to shift how we think about game releases. Ooh. And it used to be you got your game, that was it. There might be a huge one-year title update or a CU that came out. Yeah. Actually, no. Yeah, CU was when we started shifting into the service type thing. So um, I think we look at the title of live service mm -hmm. and think that that means the game has to hit certain metrics but that's not really it it's more so everything is a service because it's constantly updated via, via cu so i think they can pull off 12 right it's just what do we define as a live service title fair enough fair enough one bad mother thank you for coming through the round brother always good to see you thank always good you to for talk having to you. me Kyle. always brother always man so like where, where you at with this thing you know playstation making the commitment more to pc games and mobile and to their audience as well as the 12 live service games well, you first you were asking about uh, does this devalue the uh, the IP? I mm. guess that we could ask that question. What do we think is worth more? You know, Fortnite mm. or God of War, mm. right? One's a one's a double A game that was uh, you know failed at launch and you know relaunched as a life you know a big live service game for free, mm -hmm. and uh, you know the other is a really well known IP. I think when people get into the devaluing thing, what they're talking about is. Uh, what's that value to me when I get in Twitter spaces and oh, have a console wow. war? Oh, this is, oh, this is a selfish <laughs> act. This is not about the the growing of the company that they love. Is, is it not about the, don't they want the company to grow that they, they profess? Is this not what this is about? <laughs> this is all about the sport. Of God's and we know this, right? We, we know, we know this has nothing to do with the value of IPs. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, the last few years, like, we've heard Take Two EA come out and say, mm -hmm. you know, they they they've talked about the revenue, and two thirds of the revenue is just the residual income that comes off of existing games. Like only one third of their revenue is from those games they're selling, you know, full price retail games, 
And uh, that's where, you know, that's where the market's gone the last mm -hmm. few years. And, and I think Sony was smart, you know, when it came to trying to sell a console platform, kind of staying in that lane because that was their business. And it still is to a large extent today. But, you know, uh, they're a publicly owned company. And what publicly owned companies try to do is look for ways to make more money because yeah. that's the only way you're going to get investors to keep yeah. investing. And so, you know, I to what Attic was saying earlier, I, I agree. I think they're going to eventually come along with everything you know right now it's about you know uh, branching out to pc it's about getting uh, trying to get into that live service space to diversify but uh at, after that market gets established with subscriptions mm -hmm. their their thing is to diversify and grow because if they don't they're just limited you know there's no point in limiting yourself especially when you have the ips they have yes. right like Great that, that's the thing i just got done watching you know uh, most of Stranger Things last couple of days and my mm. daughter. Nice. Uh, that's a that <laughs> that's that's a show for what for ten to fifteen hours worth of of engagement. Mm -hmm. They invested what a two hundred uh, that was thirty million an episode, right? Wow. Times nine episodes. Wow. So, so you're talking about two hundred seventy million just to get you in for fifteen hours mm -hmm. to hope that you've just subscribe and forget about it, right? Yeah. And I, you know, I, when I, when Jim Ryan was talking last year, he was talking about him wanting to have a hundred million people playing God of War yeah. somewhere down the road. So yeah. how are you going to do that? Like I, I, I look at it. So you got 20 million with, with PlayStation consoles that I can see you getting a little bit more PC, but yeah. how are you going to get to those numbers of engagement mm -hmm. without continuing to figure out uh, other ways to reach, the, reach the customer? Absolutely. So yeah. Yeah, I, honestly, uh, I think they're going. I'm go. I think they're going full, full out. Long. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think. The, I, I'm sorry, Attica, you was going to say something. Yeah, I was going to say. You know, I, I definitely agree. I think that their prime example right now is they know that. Sure, could they get more PC, uh, some more console sales? Yes, and does it devalue their exclusive games? It only devalues to, to PC gamers, which is a small portion of the people that have both. Uh, so you, are you really losing much? They're still buying the game. It's just not on the platform. It's on the console. It's on the PC. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I think that that small percentage is, is definitely worth the, you know, the investing into the PC market because for every one person that owns both a PlayStation 5 and a PC, there's probably six that don't own any console yeah. on PC. Yeah. And, and that's uh, it. And I'm sorry. I think that's that's their goal. It's like, look, like we have a large portion of the PC community mm -hmm. that don't own right a PlayStation and, and would and never. That's what we want, and that's the thing too. Like some of them would never own it, you know. And, and these are people that are new to the ecosystem, <clears> and you're getting them involved, and now you're seeing positive financial results. So yeah, you don't want to like OBM said, you don't want to narrow yourself. But yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll jump in real quick. You know, well, welcome to the party. <laughs> welcome to the party. <laughs> you know, I, I've always said this. It, it's it's this is where the industry is going, and. And dudes have been in the chats attacking us for, for years, you know, when we said this stuff. And it's a business. Like, the problem is gamers, unfortunately, sometimes let their emotionality overtake what makes business sense. And that's not how business works. You know what I'm saying? They're looking at bottom line. They're looking at works. And the thing is, just because you personally don't like a game or don't like a direction, like, these things are proven with analytics and data and financial, you know, that they're money makers and the companies don't care about your feelings. They're going to do <laughs> what makes money. So that's the thing here. We, we, we're finally here. Welcome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is where it's going. 
And um, I just thought it was interesting. Now, the only thing I find funny was just like all this moral grandstanding and <laughs> purist talk and, you know, it devalues my thing and all this. Like, look, I get it. All, you can like what you like, but trying to shame other groups for their stuff going on multiple platforms and all this stuff. Now, look who's mimicking who. Let's be honest, right? As far as models or certain things. So that's, that's the thing. Just read the room. See where it's going. And Jim Ryan is literally saying it. He's outright saying it. Hey, the console market is not enough. You know what I'm saying? This is not something just to stay in that box. And he wants to expand it. You know, now with the day and day stuff, the only thing I'll push back a little bit on you, Sav, because I, I hear where you're going. I hear where you're going. And this model where they do it makes sense, right? You drop it. You have it exclusive as far as the AAA stuff. And then maybe, you know, what it be, six months a year, you go PC. And then maybe after that, six months to a year, maybe you go into PlayStation Premium. But I will say, if they're going to be aggressive, this is my thought process. If they're going to be mm. aggressive with 12 live service games, to me, it's, their, it's to their, their benefit to make those day and date in, in a service because you want more engagement. That's just me. So I'm curious. That's what Addict said, and I, and I agree. Yeah. I didn't elaborate on that when I, when mm -hmm. I spoke on it. It's just that. that. Those are the ones that, to me, make no sense not to do right. day and day. To me, it's like, like I look at something like factions. Right. And it's like, look about how much engagement you can get mm -hmm. if you got this Last of Us multiplayer component everybody can get in and day one, and then, you know, you can sneak a little microtransaction model, whatever it is you yeah, want to do. Actually, you get it. I do feel like that mentality mm -hmm. to, you know, it's okay for us to put these type of games on this platform day one mm -hmm. is what's eventually going to open up the door to bringing all of them to the platform it, day it, one. It's a possibility. Yeah. And I, I will say if they see that, and then that's why, to me, the Bungie acquisition was the key one to watch because they specifically said we want to use them to help us carve out our multiplayer live service ecosystem because of the experience Bungie had. And that was the because people were like, oh, I don't get the deal. They don't get Destiny exclusive. Why did they do that? It's not about that. It's the long-term goal, how they want to utilize Bungie because they admit, Jim Ryan admitted, we're good at the single-player narrative experience, as I just won, but where we're deficient is, is this multiplayer live service thing. And to me, that's the sign of intelligence, knowing what you deficient in and trying to improve it. And so address it. Yeah, address it. Yeah. Let's be real here. Uh, you know, Sony's not dumb. They don't see the amount of plat uh, the amount of studios that Microsoft owns. They don't. Mm -hmm. they, they know the output that they can deliver. Now, sure, mm -hmm. it's, it's subjective on if the games are good or not. We ain't seen yeah, a lot of see. them, but right. they they know that unless they start to do something to to clear that gap on mm -hmm. studios being built versus studios and games they can make, they know that sooner or later they'll just they'll get overthrown by content. Yeah. So that's why you see them willing to make deals with people like Bungie. That's like, look, like, mm -hmm. sure, we we will be able to use utilize the you know the Destiny name when it comes to TV shows and mm -hmm. stuff. But in terms of games, you know, they they really did that just so they can yes. they want to come out in this in this uh, you know regardless if it's free to play or mm -hmm. some type of games to service, they want to come out in these streets already an amateur yeah. and they need 
someone like Bungie to help them do that. Yeah, I think the Bungie moves and shout to King, the Nixus move showed <laughs> me the the commitment to it. But that's that's pretty much why I got. Unless anybody got anything else, we can move on. So I'm gonna I, get, I, I was just gonna say yeah, I man. I do think some of the things you're mentioning about why it's it, it's important to put multiplayer out there is why they're gonna put single player as well because mm. there is a zeitgeist, right? You like there is like uh, studies about like that halo effect when you mm-hmm. when you get a lot of people talking about something all of the, all of a sudden at one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it actually drives the mind share, which was just like free marketing, right? Mm-hmm. They, like that's how we're seeing the Game Pass effect help sales for a lot of games. Right. And when when you kind of like do the drip feed of like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna put it on the console here, and then we're gonna wait six months and and try to maximize, you know, get the we want our cake and eat it too. <laughs> what ends up, you end up shortchanging your 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 content that way because mm. there's just you're just gonna get less like guys. A lot of times those subsequent releases aren't going to get uh, the traction, right? right? So like something like Returnal, for example, you know, who knows? Like maybe that would have been more popular on PC, which would have actually helped drive more PlayStation sales mm. in addition to the PC. So that's just something else. I don't think they have the uh, infrastructure today to do that. Right. But long term, I think that's probably uh, a realistic yeah. expectation. Definitely a possibility. We just got to monitor it, man. Good good point. So let's all get to Super Chats and move on to the next topic. Yep, we got a few here. Hold on one second. Uh, let me see. One away, Dragons TV. Oh, $5 super chat. That's good, brother. What's good, my brothers? Vicari looks good. Looks Canon R5C pre ordered. Is that what you're using there? Oh, Ricari? that's that's expensive. Yeah, no, that's bougie yeah, yeah. camera talk. Yeah. Oh, he went to go get it. Oh, Ooh. It's that uh, it's that Pax East look, you know? Yeah. So. It was one that the red button gives it away. So when yeah. I was walking around PAX East and people saw this, they were like, oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. yeah, pretty much that. You're in high definition. So we got, we got to chopping it up about the R5, R5C lenses and all that. I picked up the uh, 24 to 70. Oh, um, but yeah, so we spent a lot of time in the media room talking about talking about what we should and shouldn't do and having fun. I haven't got the mic, um, but yeah. Anyway, shout out to One A Way Dragon, man. That man cares about quality yeah, content, yeah, brother. Yes, sir. Hey, and the fun part was the reason why all of this came about mm-hmm. is because we walked in front of one of his shots. On the, on the floor. <laughs> no joke. If you, if, sorry to interrupt. This no, one, you're good. He was doing, nah, he was doing an interview in the Devolver Digital booth, and we were trying to sneak out. And again, not a little dude. Yeah. And we didn't see the camera, and we just kind of ducked by, <laughs> and, and, and we just hear. Yeah, you know, thanks for uh, video bombing me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, what a way to say it. He'll say it live. Thanks for being with me, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, because he was interviewing back here, talking to him. So I'm like, cool, this must be an audio thing. Right. Like, I don't see the camera 10 feet this way. <laughs> I'll walk through this. And it's me, my buddy Curtis. Curtis is like 6'3, 400. Yeah, big boy. So I, yeah, I see him upstairs and, um, <laughs> the video you know, we all got the mask on and King's there. You guys are all yeah. there. And, uh, I said, hey, man, I just wanted to let you know my bad for video bombing you. <laughs> what killed me is that nobody said, hey, it's cool. Turn, and King goes, pull down your mask real quick. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, who are you? Pull down your mask. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? I ain't pulling down my mask. There ain't nobody. <laughs> and then I pulled down my mask. And, man, I thought that was you. I was like, oh, no. Yes. <laughs> this all came about. He's like, on in the street right now. <laughs> He's like, put on your mask. Pull up. He said, I recognize that voice. I said, oh, shoot. That's vintage I, kid. Video bomb somebody. Now I'm on the podcast. There you go. 
<laughs> Yo, classic moment. Salute to 108. Salute to King. Man, we had so much fun with PAX East. And it was good yeah. seeing everybody in the element working, moving, and shaking. You know what I'm saying? That was fun. So the, funny, the funny thing is when I was, we, we got in the media room, mm -hmm. and Ricard came back. I'm like, oh, Ricard, come here. He's like, well, we're going to find a date right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Attic was not room. playing with you. We, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had to make it happen. Perfect. Salute, no doubt. <laughs> so what else we got? And we got KO3 Black Truth yeah. $10 super chat. It's only right that we have a King cameo. Yeah, King cannot, yeah. you know, he had to have a little something. Yeah, a couple bars in the top. <laughs> Shout out to Attic for making that happen. Then we got Flame $2 super chat. Solve, come on. Jimmy wouldn't lie to us. Hashtag generations. <laughs> <laughs> Messy. Then we have Tony Bryant, $10 super chat. Great show today. Happy to be here live. Shout out to Ricari from my, from my brother for driving 45 minutes just to call me out for cheating in Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, baseball. That, that cheat is lit. Cheat. I, I literally lit. got away with it for a decade. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what else then we got JD Gamer, $20 super chat. Halo 5 made more money than The Last of Us because it's service-based. Xbox's lead in this area has a lot to do with the early work that Bungie did with Xbox on networking and games on a console. Uh, Sony will benefit from that now. Yeah, that is true. They 100% will. Yeah. And we have JD Gamer again, $10 Super Chat. Mm -hmm. According to Sony, and it's probably the same with Xbox subscriptions, um, are great, but people into your ecosystem and selling them add-ons like skins, et cetera, is where the money is really at. So panel, who wins this? Mm, interesting. Who's this going to be? Again, you have to, I think the, I, the there's a sort of set it and forget it thing where people just have the subscriptions and, and forget about them is one thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you got to keep people engaged if you if the live service game is popping and they, you know, and yeah. you're selling skins and stuff like that, that's what's going to grow your game. That's what people want. People want to be able to, to sort of, you know, customize their experience as, as they see fit. So yes, sir. it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Yes, sir. What else we got? Uh, let's see. We've got a couple more that jumped in here. Give me one second. Yeah, our geek Shanee, uh, $10 with the chat. One bad mother in the house, no doubt. Uh, Let's get IOP into the Halo CGN. Sorry, <laughs> you need to help out the weekly Xbox podcast. They need the energy, bro. Larry and Jeff are okay, but you could make it more fun. Listen, man. As long as the bag is right, we gotta make sure the bag is right. The bag gotta be right. Different strokes for different folks, man. They yeah. they they like to do they prim and proper. I can't come interrupt that. Salute <laughs> <laughs> no, no, to the legends, though. Salute to them. Mm -hmm. Then we have JD Gamer, ten dollars for chat panel. With so many single player only devs trying their hand at multiplayer and service based games and acquisitions all about, what are the chances Platinum Games gets picked up by Microsoft and given some multiplayer help? Hmm. I feel like if anyone's picking up Platinum Games, it ain't Kobe Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. Gonna go. We'll, we'll see. Go. We'll retweet Scalebound real quick. Yeah, retweet it. <laughs> do that real quick. <laughs> Ricard, hey, stupid. Wait, on that Jim Ryan one, though, I want to say one thing. Let's this go. Is, this is the, the one bit. Y'all say he would never lie to you, and we talked about him possibly lying. <laughs> hey, there are things that are signed, things that are unsigned, and it becomes very difficult to navigate waters yes. when yep. you know there are plans that may or may not see the light of day or development changes that happen that change the entire shape of your landscape quickly. Yep. Good point. So I would say not to not listen to people like Phil mm -hmm. or him, 
but they probably are telling you the truth mm-hmm. right now. For now, really what's going on right now? Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And they can't say one way or the other because it might not happen. Yeah. It might change. That's why you see them not wanting to make like definite, uh, yeah, these overcommitted statements. statements. Absolutely, yeah. at all. They always keep it open-winded. Well, mm-hmm. you could take this ten different ways. <laughs> well, training, man. That, training. That, me, that media, media training, training comes lit, in lit, play. <laughs> lit, man. Everything we caught up to? Yes, sir. We're caught up. All right. So this, I think, is me. This I thought was interesting. You know what I'm saying? So it looks like a new book. Um, the oh, actually not that new. It was published uh, 2021. Um, titled "The Ultimate History of Video Games, Volume Two: That Reveals Xbox Turned Down Marvel Exclusivity." offer so it looks like yeah this was a, a big thing and apparently uh marvel execs looking to reinvigorate video game ips to rival batman arkham had approached both microsoft and sony around the same time and according to the vice the then vice president of marvel games jay ong he pinged both sides both xbox and playstation and said we don't have any big console deals with anyone right now what would you like to do and at the time it looks like Microsoft's strategy was to focus on their ip so they pass and then the, the deal as as we know now goes down in history as far as Sony taking the offer with Insomniac Games. I believe the, the people involved also was Adam Boys, some legends in the game there. So this was making the rounds this week. It's not exactly new information because it's been out, but at the same time it was kind of like, well, wow, like Xbox could have had Spider-Man, right? You know, and, and the whole deal there. So let, let's let's get this to the table. Let's start with you, Rikari. Um, what's your, you know, you were around during the Xbox One generation and everything going on with it so what's your thought process when you hear something like this did you think microsoft made the right call where, where, where you at with this you can never focus on what is i'm sorry i'm gonna keep this short but yeah. uh, sony had the chance to buy all of marvel's properties and films and whatnot and they said no just give us spider-man and i'm not talking gaming i'm point. talking the whole universe like movies and all that way before anyway you can't focus on what would have happened should you have done that because if we all had hit you know, that dot-com boom in 99, 2000, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about this now. And if we all had Bitcoin in 2008, 9, like, uh, so whatever. I'll they, you. they missed, and maybe they made the right moves for themselves. Maybe they didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their business priorities were. Mm-hmm. Here enough. we are. Fair enough. If it was a fifth, we'd be drunk. Um, right. You know, <laughs> OPM, yeah. where are you at with this, man? Marvel, Spider-Man, where you at? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, Ricardo is really kind of onto onto something. <laughs> what, what he's saying, but but you know, the one thing though too is like people, if you look back to see where uh, like superhero IPs were at the time, outside of the Batman games by Preach. Rocksteady, Preach. which yep. which outside of Rocksteady, nobody really was able to hit those right. And, and Rocksteady didn't mm. just leverage a Batman IP because. Uh, it wasn't just they didn't sell that game as well as they did just because it was Batman. Because we, if we remember, there was a lot of bad Batman games leading up to that, mm-hmm. right? Like expectations were low. Uh, they came out with a great game that happened to have the Batman license. You know, they they kind of set the bar when it comes to what we expect for certain types of combat now, mm-hmm. right? Like there's a reason why people refer to the Batman combat, and I, you know, it was the same with Spider-Man. If you look at like the top sales going back to like the IPs that have sold the most in gaming going back really throughout all of history, like there's only two superhero IPs that end up really high up there. Good point. It's Spider-Man and Batman. Mm-hmm. And, and most of Spider-Man sales have happened since Insomniac. Yeah. So, you know, like it, the, Sony was really smart to partner. They've made a great move mm-hmm. uh, partnering Insomniac with Spider-Man. It was a match made in heaven. Yes. They hit, you know, they they hit a. It was a perfect storm. Uh, if Microsoft would have bought that back under the Myerson era, mm. 
you know, who knows what we got? We might have got Spider-Man looking like cracked out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, yo, you don't want the Avengers Spider-Man with the Zumba shooting? You don't want that? You ain't want that? It, 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 oh, it might man. not be Spider. We might not be like talking about does Microsoft need a superhero IP? Does anybody need a superhero IP? Right? So, so it's a you know, and 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 I think even their focus today, it's really. The focus should just be on making great games. And if you can find a way to partner uh, a great studio with an IP that makes sense, it, you know, like if I remember there, um, you know, there was some talk before with uh, 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 the head of uh, uh, Ferguson was talking about, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, um, you know, uh, what, what was his uh, Captain America, right? Mm -hmm. like, like if he had some great idea, you had somebody like that leading a, a studio that really had their stuff together and mm -hmm. they had a great idea for an IP, go ahead and do it. But, you know, like trying to force that issue if you don't have the studios, if you mm -hmm. don't have the passion there, to me, you're just better off going and trying to create something mm -hmm. something else that, that does play to the strength. So mm -hmm. great for Sony uh, and, and Spider-Man fans that that ended up happening. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think that, that world with Myers said, I, thank God, thank God there, there's no other IPs are ruined under that era. So. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Uh, Attic, uh, where you at, man? Superhero games, uh, Microsoft, potentially not only Spider-Man could have had any of their pick of exclusive. They went away from, Activision was a spice, I've got to mention that. Activision was like, yeah, you go do that. You go find your unicorn after leaving us, Marvel. <laughs> what you think you're going to do? What's funny is it's like, I understand. I'm more a little bit frustrated with Microsoft over Couture than I mm. am with Spider-Man because I feel like that is a game that was probably going to do well unless you drop the ball completely. Like I don't, mm. I don't, I don't know. Obviously, we don't know what the logistics behind that is, but it's mm -hmm. just like that particular one. It's like man, Couture was on the original Xbox, one of the, like the key components that helped the yeah. Xbox do good yeah. back then, and. And to me, that's the one I'm frustrated with. But like when it comes to Spider-Man, that was a point of time where, you know, Microsoft didn't know what they wanted to do with the Xbox brand. That was a point of time where they they literally just out of the of the the Xbox One fiasco. Like it literally like they they were barely breathing from the launch of the Xbox One. So and then like you even just like because obviously there's a lot of rumors that, you know, they were shopping around who who might be interested in buying Xbox back then. Now, mm -hmm. if that's true, why would you go and sign a, a couple hundred million dollar deal when you don't even know what you want to do with the brand at that point? Mm. So it's just like it, it, it. Like, look, in hindsight, yes, they right. should have done it. Right. But it's not life is in hindsight. Like right. you don't have a magical little portal <laughs> that could just that you could just relive moments. Like they they. At the end of the day, the best thing happened with that brand of Sony. I got a hold of it mm. uh, because we don't. I, I'm more about who's making the game, not whether or not what platform's making the game. And the best developer got a hold of that. At that time, we got to remember that's before they bought anything in 2018. They had no one to make it. And to this day, you can argue that Microsoft still don't have no one to make mm. a, a comic book hero type of game. So it's like, what do people expect them to do? Like, so you. I'd rather go the path that led to a better brand than the path that led to question marks. Right. Not if they sure. would have got it, we don't know what would happen. But Insomniac had experience making 
you know, uh, the the type of ratchet and clank games that mm-hmm. led to the Sunset Overdrive. And I feel like that Sunset Overdrive template is what mm-hmm. they use to make Spider-Man. Well said, I agree. So it, it's just like, I get it. Like I said, be upset if you want. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. Like, be it's like the better studio got the game. That's right. what should matter at the end of the day. Because, because it's Spider-Man. We might get better comic book mm, heroes in the uh, in the end. If, if we got a bad Spider-Man, which I'm not saying Microsoft couldn't have made. I, I'm pretty sure if they got it, they could. They probably would have outsourced that. But that that is a that's a worm by itself. Like right. they outsourced this to Insomniac, but Sony was probably shopping them anyway. They probably knew they were going to own them in a couple of years anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. If they did outsource them in the game and they outsourced them to a, a studio that wasn't Insomniac and it turned out bad, for all we know, that would have been a domino effect that led to no more comic book heroes being made because it was like, look, every time we invest in Spider-Man, we have like one good game from from Activision. We're not going to continue to to uh, to put bets on this. Mm-hmm. And people got to remember too, like, look, Spider-Man's always been popular. But the MCU is what really put Spider-Man in the main mainstream, like as far as the movies and stuff. This decision was made before Spider-Man was introduced into the MCU. Right. It was before Civil War. That's true. Now, that doesn't mean that Spider-Man's not, it's always been an important brand, but I will say that them putting it into those movies where every year it's getting more and more popular. That is part of the things that led to, you know, Spider-Man being so successful now. And at that time, the only thing you really had to look go off of is some games Activision. Yeah, yeah, let's be real. Like like OBM said, the history of superhero games to that point, at that point, weren't really great. And a lot of those was those bad movie tie-in games sometimes and stuff like that. So I feel I feel what you're going. I feel you're going with that. And and not to mention at that time, even till now, Mm -hmm. we don't have a whole lot of like like comic book, TV, movie, like annotations to games that actually were successful. Yeah, uh-huh. Like we have Batman, we have Spider-Man, like Obi- that's all. <laughs> <laughs> and before Spider-Man, we only had Batman. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Sov, you're a Batman <laughs> Arkham guy. You know, mm-hmm. when you hear this news, where you at with this? I mean, you guys hit it out of the park. Uh, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? And you, and you know, you can always talk about what ifs, but the fact of the matter is that the state of the MCU, what meant there was no MCU right. um, at that time, isn't what it is now. And just it, when you think about it, it's it made sense. It made sense. I think I think what bothers me a little bit about it though, and, is just, and just to fact, interrupt you real quick, so since mm-hmm. they own the movie rights. I'm sure Marvel been trying to hit them up for years before that. They probably knew the direction that the MCU was going to go. So. Right. They probably had an idea what they were going to obviously going to had an idea what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. But to me, it just one thing that bothered me and again, again, I don't know the, log- the logistics behind, you know, mm-hmm. why they decided not to, but the mm-hmm. fact that they 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 saw the quality level you can reach with the Arkham games and, and kind of said, "No, we don't want to do that. We want to do our own thing," right? And it, to me it's like, you know, I don't know. There was no one there. That, no one there said, "Hey, let's take one of these characters and really make this character our own and do something great with it." Mm-hmm. To me, the idea that 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 sort of got shot down bothers me a little bit. But yeah. whatever. Secondly, is when you look at the reason why they decided to go the other way, their own IP. When you look at what they've released of <laughs> of of real substance since 2014 <laughs> till now, you know you've had great games in in their you know 
burgers, fries, and shake series like Halo, mm-hmm. Forza, uh, and Gears. They've had great games there, but if did they really have substantial new first-party IP that's come out and right. made a, you know, they, they have State of Decay, which wasn't theirs at the time. Right. Um, stuff like that. Like, you know, you have Ori, things like that. Mm-hmm. But at, at the end of the day, what kind of strides have they really made in their first party up until now from right. 2014? So it's like there were a lot of missteps again. And like Ricari said before, you just don't know what's going to happen and how things are going to shift and change. And so you don't I, know just making like decisions like that solve how like it for all you know, and this is most likely what will happen. Let's say Sony did buy the entire MCU universe. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? They don't approve half the shit that they did. So, yeah, no, for sure. So now sometimes... we don't have an MCU because Sony bought the whole thing. Yeah. So. And, and you hit it on the uh, on the nose when you said like Insomniac is the perfect studio to yeah. make a Spider-Man yeah. game. Um, even, even before Sunset Overdrive, their sort of, their DNA was in that sort of kinetic sort of gameplay. And so it, it, to me, mm-hmm. it, again, Think it didn't fall into place that way, mm-hmm. and hindsight is always twenty twenty. But again, yeah. uh, what, to me, it, what's what's a little hurtful is just the fact that it's like, damn, yeah, they didn't they really, had yeah, they, they could have had it, they could have had it, and the things that they've done since kind of don't justify the fact <laughs> that they didn't take it. <laughs> I'll jump you in. Know. I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. I'll jump. No, in. that's it. So to, I mean, today's a new day. Obviously, you know, next week we'll find out yeah, what, yeah. what some we'll of that future out. looks like. Hopefully, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it. I mean, you guys, not pretty much too much I can add here. I mean, same thing. I mean, the, the my initial feeling will still be disappointment when I hear something like that because they had the opportunity. Of course, I'm I'm hashtag just one with with this stuff. Y'all know me, you know. What I'm saying I love my you know cinematic narrative, third party exclusive, and I'm a superhero MCU geek, you know, fanboy, whatever you want to call me. So you know, it, it does bother me that it was turned down, but then. You know, common sense, and now looking back again with the hindsight stuff, they really weren't in position to make anything, in my opinion, probably yeah. quality with it. Unless the only thing I find was interesting was the relationship with Insomniac at the time, though, because Insomniac was working with Microsoft. They, you know, they had it; they weren't under Sony's, you know, banner, so state, so to speak. So theoretically, I know this is a lot of pie in the sky. Theoretically, they could have had the same game. If they someone made the decision to give it to Insomniac, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but I know I think, that's if and with. I I know, I know, I'm, I'm with you. Get at it, okay? I do think that mm-hmm. Sony probably had the better relationship yes. with them to negotiate something like yeah. that. Now I will say mm-hmm. it's arguably that you know you wouldn't have the same Spider-Man without Microsoft helping them make Sunset Overdrive because I felt like the motion system in that game was used to make the motion system for Spider-Man. It's like, it's, it's like a domino thing. Like I said, yeah. like, because Microsoft went out and worked with someone like Insomniac, right. gave them the, uh, the, the IP. That was the reason that they worked. Mm-hmm. And they made sunset overdrive resulted in years later than making Spider-Man. Yeah, absolutely. And all, all I'm saying, look, it, it, it happened for a reason. I'm glad it yeah. went to Sony and we got the game we got because we got. Yeah. It, at the end of the day, it was the perfect marriage, you know, shout out to Adam boys and them, you know, the Sony execs and then the movie influence and stuff like that, what, what Attic is talking about. And, you know, to me, Xbox at that time, the main problem was they didn't have ownership and they didn't have enough studios. You know what I'm saying? They so didn't have budget. They didn't have budget. Like, and, and like you said, OBM, like, you know, we, we talk about the Terry Myersons. Phil just started. And he, he at, at this point, he wasn't in pocket, in my opinion, with Satya somewhere. Yeah. There's a commitment from Microsoft to Xbox at that time. At no. that time, people were like, yo, are they even 
going to be in this long term? Are they going to commit to gaming? That was the question. So to me, it's yeah, not until and they admitted to that. And right? then, they even, yes, they, they came out and said at that time they weren't even sure they wanted to stay in gaming. Just, they did. Thank you. Satya even said, like, we're not going to stay in this if we can't find a way to lead. Right? Exactly. And it wasn't until late 2017 is when, mm -hmm. you know, Phil got his that's when he really became the Phil that we kind of know. I mean, and now he's even grown since then. But right. that's when he started to get some some sort of command of the gaming and the budgets mm -hmm. and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I think everybody has, everybody who's been on Xbox has a right to be very frustrated with all the things that were happening right up into that point mm -hmm. because they weren't investing, right? Yeah. Like it was, I remember after 2017 E3, like oh. we were all basically. Like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We then, and, and, and then you look and back like, at it, OBM, not to cut you, it's just that, they they got they just didn't have ownership a lot of these ips right. and the titan falls and the the sunset and like it's yep. all someone else's and you can't control the ip even i'm still mad about rise southern road don't get me started but anyway, yeah, I, think that, you know I, like, I think that might be a reason i'm okay with it because mm -hmm. if you deal with a spider-man you have to deal with licensing right. every couple you of years right. you have to deal with you have to deal with a studio to make that game mm -hmm. let's be real they didn't own mm -hmm. any studio to make something like that right. so they have to deal with someone that can at any time right. after the contract be like we good and walk right. away like, now i will say this microsoft now though <laughs> if this opportunity comes across your plate I don't want to hear about this in the book that you turn this time. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it a buck, Rikari. I'm just hey, saying. All, all, all I'm going to say, too, is uh, that it, it, it takes a long time to write the ship of yes. that yeah. stature, that size. Yeah. And so, yeah, where they invested, maybe not as much as they should have been, mm -hmm. but they didn't have this in their playbook. Preach. From a leadership right. perspective, from a, a tactical perspective, strategical, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. They came out with the promise of, you know, the DRM stuff and all mm -hmm. these things. It's funny that we're kind of at the point now, but everybody was woofing about mm -hmm. it, oh, you know, eight, yeah. eight years ago. Yeah, that's but, a good point. So they had to start from the top, get rid of stuff there. And you know what's the hardest part about being behind the scenes and seeing what happens is you have to let contracts play their course. Yes. So people get upset about things that aren't happening. Like, you know, all these acquisitions and people are wondering where the games, and I'm like, we probably not gonna see them for like four or five more years because yeah. they're already working on something. Right. Then they got acquired. They're gonna finish that. Mm -hmm. And then they're free to do something new. Right. Um, right. The time it takes to get from where you're headed after you've spun up tens of thousands Preach. of you know employees in a singular direction to move one it's a testimony and a credit to phil and satya and whomever else no to say that you were even to make able to make these incremental changes but mm -hmm. it's still happening yeah so while i am yeah. frustrated i you know i'm fully like all right well mm -hmm. we'll be there someday yeah no you're absolutely right and, that, and that's the reality of the business and then that's things that people don't want to hear and they just want to throw you know put the tiki torches up throw tomatoes and i get it but that's the reality of the business, and I'm with you, man. But that's what it, pretty much I got. Sorry, super, chat, super chats are the last uh, topic to get up out of here. Yeah, we got just one more super chat. JD oh, cool. Gamer, $5 super chat. Let's be honest, in 2014, Xbox turned down a very different MCU than the one we have today. There was no way to predict the ultimate success of the MCU. That is true. That is true. You got one from Dragonheart, the homie, Yobi. Oh, we got another one from Dragonheart. Yeah, I got him. Um, it's yeah, the homie. Please. Shout out to Dragonheart, Yobi TV, $5 super chat. He said, question for the panel. If you're... If you had your own gaming company, what type of game would you make and how would you make it stand out? Ricardo, oh, we, we missed the super chat. Oh, we, the uh, chat? we got a five dollar super chat from DJ Ors. Oh, stuck at work, just wanted to pop in and say some love and hey, yeah. besties. So <laughs> hashtag leg day. <laughs> hashtag leg day. Leg day. <laughs> hey, bestie. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta hit that. I gotta hit that this week. So, yeah, salute to him. See you in GCX, fool. I'll see you. What's up, brother? 
No doubt. We caught up. And then we got Dragon Heart Yobi's question. So if we had our own um, gaming company, what type of game would you make? How would you make it stand out? Makari. Just like publicizing games. I don't want I don't want to make my own game. In, in working in games, I've realized how unintelligent and how uncreative I can. Yes. But I could sell water to a whale or salt to a snail. So <laughs> you know, what Holes. the game is, I'll just go out there and talk about it. <laughs> so I, I ain't got an answer for it. No doubt. No doubt. Um, OBM, what game you making? Whew, wow, that's uh, that's one to come up at a, at a second. You know what? I'm just gonna say we need more Mass Effect type games. Yes, I think that I, I played. I think I told you I played that for the first time when that was re the two and three for the first time when it was <clears> released <throat> last year, and there was nothing else like that in the last ten Preach. years. I don't think Preach. so. Uh, we need more of that. Absolutely, Attic. What you making? Mm, probably uh, some type of like XCOM style game. Mm. Let's go. Okay, okay. Yeah, probably like with Final Fantasy characters or oh, something. Oh, there we go. Tactics, let's go. <laughs> I already see where you at. Soft, what you making? I'm making an Iron Lord side-scrolling. Oh, let's get the bag! That's what I'm making. Let's That's get what the I'm bag! Making. Make yeah, sure my attributes a, are lit. Our bag. Make yeah. sure my strength. I want the highest strength. There you go. I mean, I, I think the highest strength would happen. Wait, yeah, yeah. Actually, come on. Come right. I mean, can, I got to right. You know what I'm saying? You can give him power, but just, you know, strength. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I got you. I got you. I got you. cheese character? Exactly, exactly. No doubt. Yeah, for me, I just want some superhero foolishness. I don't know. Silver Surfer game is a dream game for me. I don't know how you do it because flying in video games is damn near impossible to replicate from a design standpoint. It usually breaks games. But uh, hey, maybe a side scroller shooter or something. I don't know. But anyway, that's what I got. And then we got, what's it, Doovie? You want to get the like, Doovie? Um, yeah, we got Doovie. Hold on. Oh, Two dollars. Well, player said King uh, is the vendor who slanders your choices. <laughs> <laughs> we got Doovie. Two dollars in the chat. Five hundred in chat. Hit, hit the, the like. like. Hit the like button. Hit that for like the, button for the lady. kids. Every time you hit the like button, you save children. So please hit the like so we can. <laughs> <laughs> for the, for the kids. Puppy. Every time you hit the yeah, like, puppy. The, come on, for the puppies and stuff. Hit the like. <laughs> All right, last one, and then we definitely got to get out of ear. Solve. This is you, our favorite television brand. Yeah, <laughs> King's favorite television brand out here leaking things. <laughs> so, uh, King's Heart TCL. King's Heart TCL <laughs> televisions. So earlier in the week, they had a press conference in Poland, I guess, where they were talking about their mm -hmm. new technologies. And they were talking about uh, apparently how that's going to integrate with the apparently upcoming consoles mm -hmm. that look to be mid-cycle sort of refreshes like we had last generation with the, uh, the Xbox One X and the, X and the PS4 Pro. Um, and they sort of leaked out information about what those consoles could possibly do have under the hood. Uh, they're talking about anywhere from uh, 8K output to 120 FPS sort of more standard. So I guess they're going to have more juice under the box. They also sort of leaked um, Radeon's next gen uh, graphics card, which is the 7700 XT. Uh, they talked about that with kind of more certainty so it, that seems like it's definitely what that is um so yeah so i don't know uh, for me personally when i heard this it makes a whole hell of a lot of sense consider when you take into consideration the pandemic right for me uh before 2020 i would have assumed that this was going to be a normal more, more of a normal cycle in terms of consoles that we would see you know five or six years of this console cycle and we're going to jump to the next one after the pandemic obviously we're you know looking now playstation is still difficult to find uh series x's are still somewhat difficult to find and the s is out there even you know we've come to the point where uh 
even the Switch is this year saying they, they expect to sell less consoles because again, everything is just slow in terms of manufacturing and chips and things like things of that nature. So um, it makes a whole hell of a sense that we're going to get a sort of mid-gen refresh, which extends this generation possibly to eight, nine years, whatever the case may be. Um, so it's interesting. It's interesting. And again, it's something that I would not have expected before 2020, but this is where we're at. I think this is true. Um, so what do you guys think? Is this, are you pissed off? Do you care? <laughs> do you want more power? And the things they're talking about, it's funny because you talk about 8K output and stuff like that. I mean, when you think about a, 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 a 3090 uh, <laughs> RTX card, it's still not hitting that, right? It's still not hitting that at the outputs that we're talking about. You're not gonna about, get that 8K60? Yeah, 8K60. Um, but again, another thing that we talked about, and shout out to Jason Ronald in the times that he's been on the show. We, we've talked about that. This is really the first generation when you hear about the stuff that's under the hood in these machines, the secret sauce, if you will. This is really the first time that a lot of that technology feels real and attainable. And we've seen mm -hmm. real examples of that stuff at, at work, at play. Mm -hmm. So it, it stands to reason that these consoles will make better use of those things that we've been hearing since the start of this generation and maybe make those things truly a reality. So if you talk about, you know, AMD's fidelity, FX, whatever, or, you know, super sampling and stuff like that, mm -hmm. 2.0, and, you know, how, how that can get us closer to that 8K sort of resolution, those TVs that, you know, pretty much nobody has. Um, so performance-wise, I think this... There are things in place that can make these performance numbers a reality in a way that I don't think was ever true in past generations. So we could, yeah, th this is stuff that could be potentially interesting, but could potentially sort of piss people off <laughs> in terms of like, hey, I just bought this console. I wasn't able to get it day one. I got it, you know, two years into the cycle. And now you're talking about in a year or two, you could bring out something new, right? Um, obviously on the chipset side, if these are smaller chips, the yield you're going to be getting on these chips as opposed to what we're using now will be will be will be bigger just because the chips are smaller you'll be able to get uh, a lot more from one wafer so there's a lot of reasons why this makes sense i just don't know how the fans are going to feel about it in the long term once they actually announce this stuff so what do you guys think no doubt let's get a uh, let's get obm first where, where you at with this uh, tcl leaking what's that well, at first, I'm waiting for the King video. I mean, I know we should have asked King for this. We should have asked King for this. I'm not doing this one. I just couldn't bother him that man too many times on vacation. Yeah, I'm going to try to guess what King was going to first say. First, he'd tell you not to not to trust those TCLDs, trust their leaks. Don't don't pick your TV up off the floor. Don't do that. TCL dudes. TCL dudes can't trust them. We know how we know how reliable TCL dudes are are with. With gaming leaks, so yes. we're just gonna kind of start there. Um, yes. But <laughs> yeah, you know, like like uh, when it comes to like just half gen, the mm -hmm. the mid gen upgrades and things like that. The thing you, you already mentioned it the mm -hmm. the fact that the tools are still evolving. Like this is an interesting generation compared to last, where I think they were able to, at least from a game design standpoint, were able to kind of hit that that top a lot faster you mm -hmm. know games got prettier as we went along but there's a lot more going on this generation with like machine learning and like the, these 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 uh consoles being more capable of things like that to help with uh game development and then mm -hmm. you start thinking about like the the extra 
benefits you get with the CPUs and, and the uh, and the, the throughput and things like that. So you're going to start to see more game design evolution from there. Mm -hmm. So there's a I think there's going to be it's going to be a longer period of time. Uh, and you add in the pandemic to that, it's going to be a longer period of time for them to really take advantage of the what's in front of them today. Mm -hmm. And then when you go back to last generation, when they were talking about the mid gen refreshes and why they did it, I think for Microsoft and Sony is maybe slightly different. Microsoft needed to get out from under the the, the, I think the the branding that they got with the power uh, with the original Xbox One. But Sony came out and said, hey, we, the reason we're doing this is because we don't want to lose people over to the PC, that, that whole PC yeah. migration. The fact that these, you know, the fact that the hardware came out and it was kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't that great to begin with for either of them, mm -hmm. if we're being honest, with Jaguar CPUs. Oh, yeah, um, to get them frames. It, yeah. And then you look at the gap between the, the, the cost of PC of going from uh, console to PC was smaller uh, at that time than it is today. Mm -hmm. Now you got all these, uh, you know, not now, not only are the consoles more difficult to buy, yeah. but PC parts are harder to get. And mm -hmm. the, they're a lot more expensive because you got all these crypto miners. And I don't totally understand that. But, you know, there's people that are buying these and by the boatload and, and it's driving up those costs. So mm -hmm. I think it's just there's not as much concern there. It's going to be longer for them to max maximize it. And then, you know, we have this other X factor, which is, I think still well actually talked about this on your guys' show mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. He talked about like that, like, you know, leveraging cloud processing, like more hybrid type of experiences will mm -hmm. probably start to define this generation. And so mm -hmm. there's so much, I guess, room for growth in terms of game design, in terms of tools for development, mm -hmm. on top of the fact that we're already delayed because of the chip, chip shortage, shortage yeah, pandemic. pandemic. Yep. So it, it makes like this, if they did have it on, on the docket at one point, mm -hmm. it wouldn't have surprised me, but uh, you know, like just to plan in case, but yeah. I, I, I'd be surprised if, if really anybody goes through with that at this point, yeah. right? It just doesn't seem like the business benefits there. And, and and then you know if you are <laughs> if you are going to leak it for some reason TCL just why you you, you don't like feel that they're a reputable brand like for for leaking <laughs> I, I don't think a TCL conference is going to come out with the uh, with the next Hellblade uh, surprise demo right like <laughs> yo I, the, the funny thing is I I'll, I will laugh my ass off if there is some marketing deal with Xbox and, and TCL King would go crazy that would be great let me get Ricardo in here man let's this is the last topic where, where you at with this DT? TCL leaks and, and next gen. We, we, we ready? 2023, 2024? Where you at? If y'all ever buy a thing from any place and think there's not a V2 already long in development, mm -hmm. y'all yeah. are tripping. You've mm -hmm. got to be the most ignorant people <laughs> out there. Like, what? In the, okay, so here, let's, let's go. do this. I, I never worked on the accessories team, but I think, so don't quote me on let's it. Go. I think it takes about a year, if not a little bit more, to get a color permutation out for a controller. Wow. Wow. If you take. Planning, approvals, uh, well, ideation, mm -hmm. execution, getting the factory signed on, samples, approvals again, yep. getting them spun up to go to market, marketing materials and all that, mm -hmm. just for a color. That's a good point. So to think that they're not already thinking about what the next generation of consoles looks like by the time oh, they yeah. have to go to market oh, and yeah. create consoles is mm -hmm. silly. So. I don't care if we get a mid-gen. Um, 20 years ago, the iPod came out, and I was like, you mean I don't have a music on CD? I have it on whatever mm -hmm. this is. 20 years. 20 years is both a long time and not that long. Right. Like 10 years ago, I was still using CDs and whatnot, and it's 
I, I look at the way that our technology jumps and leaps and bounds, and if they can find ways to do things more efficiently, so be it. I'm here for it. Yes, do I get annoyed? Yeah, I mean, yes, I get annoyed, but it's just kind of the way of the world. I built a PC in March of 2020, mm -hmm. and it was at the beginning of it getting tough to get video cards. Oh. I got a I got a 2080 Ti in that March, rough. and then what the 30 you know the 3000 series got announced not long after. But that's just the world. Yeah, that's just it. So. I'm sure that this console mm -hmm. has been in what, whatever stage of planning. Like planning can mean a bunch of things. It can mean paper ideation, or it can mean planning with an actual, yep. uh, you know, developer and working with the chips and things. Oh, and that's the other thing to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. If you're working with these companies that have designed for Xbox products, well, you need to get in to figure out the tech that they're using. They right. need to figure out what you're possibly using and how they can right. marry the two. Valid. And yeah, you both are probably years out yeah. as far as how they got to leaking that. And that's just, mm -hmm. uh, just a, it's not their baby. It's Xbox's baby. So right. they're just saying things. And oops, we said too much. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> they had the whole uh, slideshow. They had the presentation. Yeah, they had the, it's they, like they, they probably forget. have the presentation. Yeah. <laughs> they they forget that people have you know phones on there. <laughs> yeah. And, and the cameras yeah. on their phones. Like yeah. it was. It was so, yeah. Are we ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean. To hear about it now, it's probably not going to be ready for a couple of years. Exactly. So exactly. If, if it's, well, it's midway through 2022. So if it comes out mm -hmm. mid-24, 24, 24 I'm not sense. that mad at that. Or, you know, mm -hmm. late 24, early 25, so be it. Okay. No, fair enough, fair enough. I see your point. I agree with what you said, Ricari, especially we had uh, Jason Wilder on. And, you know, we talked about the, the design of the Series X and Series S and the iterations of how far the play they were already working on that next thing during the you know the Scorpio days and stuff like it's always to the next thing and sometimes as gamers we do live in this pocket but like you said they they're already with the, the iterations in the future whether whatever planning stages it may be so I do agree with you on that attic where you at TCL out here leaking where you at I mean I, I don't know if um they're just assuming mm -hmm. uh I don't know if that's going on uh, it's it's like Ricari said, like it, it's inevitable. I, I I think you know maybe maybe we should uh you pro solve pro the issues with the 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 supply ring we have now before yeah. you know we start doing stuff. Because I talked to uh, a developer, uh, it was like a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. and they were pretty much like, "You'll be developing for a toolkit." And then just one random day, they come in with a new toolkit on the old toolkit. So <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. but, but this is the thing, Attic. Like, like I said about the wafers, moving on to the next-gen thing may be beneficial to getting more of them out because they're mm. looking at, at smaller CPUs and smaller chipsets. So yeah. I just... I fear if we keep giving them this leeway with these mid generations, they're gonna be like, let's let's do a phone model every two three years to pop yeah, it out of pop platform. What's wrong with that? What do you mean leeway? Mm -hmm. They didn't they didn't promise you anything. Nobody promised you anything. Well, it, that's it's, a that's it's, a self imposed reality. I, I'm not talking about <laughs> promising or anything like that. I'm talking about when they come out, they know they're they will do it just because people will buy it. Yeah, uh, and it's just like. I had situations where I was on the last gen stuff. There were games that wasn't functioning correctly on the the Xbox One S. That like I've said it a couple of times. I was playing Gears with, with Kid Smooth, mm -hmm. and I don't know what was going on, but Smooth's game was loading into it faster. And it wouldn't be one of those things required where it would like have a a check. Okay, we have to make yeah. sure both of them are loaded. 
our world would load first on smooth and they would be coming in on me to kill me because i i'm still in the loading hey, screen the fine yeah. print, i can't move the fine print so said it launches on your console that's what the fine print <laughs> so that's all it, as long as it smooth, they, they didn't lie to you they, didn't lie to they you. did not lie <laughs> so smooth would literally have to protect me while I'm in the loading he was, screen. He, yeah. he was farming XP. <laughs> so it's just like, I don't care if they do, you know, mid-gen mid -gen freshes, but mm. it's like incidences like that got to be thought of better. Because like, I feel like when you go into these scenarios, and sure, they have years of experience, but they can't, they don't, they can't account for all the issues they're going to have once the consoles are out. Yeah, yeah, and it's true. like, true. incidences like that, that it's just like, does this mid-gen stuff really work like that? Yeah, like, your concern is lowest common denominator stuff. I know, I know what you yeah. want. I know you want. I'll jump yeah. in. I'll, I'll make, I get that. I'll, I'll make it quick. Look, it's the funniest that is TCL, but I do feel like Lacar, like they, <laughs> I, they, they must know something. You know what I'm saying? They, they must be some, you know, dialogue or whatever, whatever. Now they all the way outside with this, which I think is hilarious that it's TCL and them doing it. But um, yeah, I, I'm with Ricari. I just think it's inevitable. I think you know the mid-gen re re refresh is is part of the thing now. We, we've kind of got the, they got their feet wet both consoles with it with the PS. Actually, PlayStation was first, right? PS4 Pro, I believe, and then yep. um, you know, then obviously Scorpio came on the Xbox One X. And look, they, from my understanding, you know, both consoles did well, and it showed that the gamer now look these things are getting closer to PC than you think. And I think the, there is a market that shows hey, there's gamers that are willing to pay for more power, more performance. And there's a market for it. And I think that there's going to be some gamers, maybe the common gamer that says, oh, you know what? I'm fine. It can run. I don't need to do all that. But um, I do definitely think we get a mid-generation refresh. I don't know if it's that quick based on the supply shortages and obviously the pandemic effect, but I do think it's coming. So it's funny that it's TCL. I think it's hilarious. But um, <laughs> yeah, get ready. Get ready. Go have Pro Pro. I just want to know what the name of convention is going to be. It's Series X Pro X. What, what, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> what, what's, what's funny is like names and stuff can be changed just off of previous stuff they did. Because I remember mm -hmm. we had a guest or something. I can't remember which one it was, but they pretty much said that originally the Xbox One X was supposed to be called Xbox Elite. Mm. But because they made that elite bundle, right? They couldn't use that name, so that's when they went with yeah. the Xbox One X. Yeah, and last point I'll say is just that um, you know, even with the controllers, like Ricari mentioned, you know, when I remember seeing the price of the elite, and even though I'm an elite guy, I was like, damn, that's a high price point. Are people gonna pay that mm -hmm. much for a controller? And then yo, these joints sold. I still couldn't get my Gears Red Elite One. I was mad. I wanted that thing so bad. But yeah, get over here. I think you're gonna jump in before we wrap yeah, up. Yeah, I, I was just gonna have one piece of context that I think kind of puts you know all you guys on the right path because you know like to what Ricari was saying, even Phil came out after the uh, the One X and said we had a 2017 console planned out like designed all that stuff. So they so both things can be true. Like they they could be designing and, and probably have been. Uh, mm -hmm. Like Phil's already said, they're already designing the next console. They already right. have things in the works. It doesn't always mean though that that's that it's mm -hmm. going to release like right? Like so they could have they could have had something that was targeted for 23 or 24 that mm -hmm. we'll never see the light of day of or you know maybe we'll find out about down the road. Um, so there's all kinds of possibilities. So whether something's being planned for I think the answer is always yes, because they're always planning for those things, especially with as much as they're investing now. But whether that actually comes out and when it comes out is probably the bigger question. And my guess is like TCL doesn't know that because Microsoft may not even 
be because you know because like they to even what they've admitted they weren't sure exactly when they were going to hit their mid-gen refresh last time right yep. so just things to keep in mind no doubt so pretty much what we got let's get up all the out of here oh sorry we got the uh super chats we're we good yeah we, we got cool? a couple let's get yeah we here. got them. Mm -hmm. all right okay do, 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 do. We have, uh, okay, Flame. We just have Flame. Flame, $5 in the chat. Since King ain't here, ahem, TCL can't even get their TV right. So how would they get the information on new consoles right? That was a good King impression. I got to give Flame that. That was messy. Definitely King, King like. I will King, give very, you that. Very King like. Very no King like. Doubt, man. Let's get this poll. Uh, new ILP poll will be going up later with the reveal that Xbox turned down Marvel's exclusivity offer for Spider Man. Do you think it was the right call by Microsoft in 2014 to focus on their own IPs? The choices are A, no. Xbox should have jumped on the opportunity to have their own exclusive superhero and pop culture game for Xbox. B, yes. Xbox was in no position based on studio health and priorities at the time to properly take ownership of the Spider-Man IP like Sony or C I don't care because can, can Xbox please get cog a damn hashtag just one superhero game so we don't have to <laughs> endure these topics every week please go hit the vote when it's up and of course make sure you salute the legendary Rakari Austin in the building rocked the whole time we kept him hostage <laughs> but nah, he, he held it down you know what I'm saying brother I really appreciate you man a pleasure to see what you're doing tell the fine people what you got going on where they can find you i got nothing going on oh actually no i lied hold on you ready for this hold on <laughs> let's, let's go let's go give me th three seconds let's go let's go Ooh, sorry, uh -oh. what he cook? i got a bit i got a bit what he doing what he oh he cooking in the studio oh what's that oh we got the briefcase what we doing Ricardo? you know uh so this is what ricari does now i do a lot of stuff for gamestop and it's funny they actually they're renting out my studio my business Ooh. and all that so i try to get back in my content game let's go but I've I've leaned in into unboxings and uh okay okay this is my next one that y'all got to stay stay mm. on me for I'm this is a let's go I believe this is what Xbox has been posting about all over their oh it's something so. oh okay something's cooking that's it that's all we that's got all cooking. we got this <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's that Stranger Ooh. Things console we oh, got okay, that okay. Stranger Things oh, let's go maybe and they better nice. do more they yes. better do more yeah i got lots of wall space i'm looking forward <laughs> to the boxes i love the hosting i love the energy the interviews the, your journey brother truly inspirational and real like just real from a standpoint of 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 all the, the things you went through in the self-admission with yourself but it's cool to see you shine brother i'm proud of you always appreciate a pleasure it. thank you so much man that was a lot of fun thank y'all for having me Yo, i appreciate it man already know lord OBM Xbox era pulling up, holding us down when we had Lord's absent. <laughs> Wasn't sure, but you came through for us. You know what I'm saying? But I appreciate you, brother. The fine uh, folks over there at Xbox era. Shout out to Special Nick and the team, Second Man Keiko, all of them. Where can they find you? What you got going on? Yeah, first of all, Cog, just want to thank you. It's always an honor to be invited to be with you guys. Love. And anytime I can get here, you know, I will. So, Love. thank uh, you. So appreciate you inviting me and by the way Rikari, I, I was listening to your your story the whole time it was it's great it was it's great to be on here with you man uh really inspiring to kind of hear you know the different different stories and kind of how you overcame things and uh, i think that uh you know a, a, a great thing for anybody that's aspiring to do different things in their life so yeah. um 
but if anybody wants to, you know, get hold of me, I right. am the senior editor over at Xbox Arrow. Mm. Uh, although right these days, I haven't been putting out content because I'm working on something behind the scenes. We'll talk Ooh. more about that later. But uh, I do also host a biweekly Halo show. So if anybody oh, yeah. is, uh, what's the name you know, of it? Wants to talk some Halo Thursdays. Thursdays, you had me at Halo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the name. I like that. I like that. You, I like know, that. you know, honestly, that that was a show that started because of the name. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. So, uh, so yeah, we got that going on. And uh, if anybody wants, other than that, you know, I, I, I pop into different podcasts. So, you know, if you want to follow me on Twitter at one bad mother at mother M U T H A underscore O N E, uh, just follow me there, and um, I'm sure you'll find me. You know, popping up in somebody else's uh, podcast sometime soon. Appreciate but uh, great being on with you guys. Thanks always, again for having. Always a pleasure. Always appreciate the knowledge and the love, man. Thanks for pulling up. Always good to podcast with your brother. And of course, Lord Addict, Lord Nyquil himself. How are we? <laughs> I appreciate. It. I'm glad you're feeling better, man. Thanks for pulling up. Still. Doing uh, pretty good. I think so. Card for coming on it was a pretty good show, man. I'm sorry I missed the first 45 minutes. <laughs> and, well, no. So what's funny is I woke up and I looked at the. Uh, the time of my oven, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I, I'm good." I'm like, it, it starts in like 45 minutes. Oh, that oven clock, so, bad roll. So, so, so <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Then, then I turned my PC on, and I was like, "That that don't say one." <laughs> you that looked at the clock like, and I'm like, "Okay, so wait, wait, wait." You, you said PC and oven clock. Where is the alarm? <laughs> Where is the alarm? The phone was dead. The phone was dead. Yeah, the phone was dead. That was a night. That was a night. He had a night. The phone was dead. Attic in the club. Uh, Yeah, appreciate everyone for coming through, man. Uh, You know, next week we are having our Xbox press uh, prediction show. Uh, So I'm sure there's going to go a lot into that this Mm -hmm. week. Uh, I will be streaming It Takes Two with my girl this afternoon. So uh, that that should be interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, let's get the relationship problems out. Let's go. He can (laughs) use the controller. So we got that going for us. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So uh, definitely uh, look forward to that. I'll be streaming on my channel, Gaming Addict. Uh, That should be interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, we we definitely have some stuff planned for you next week, man. I'm sure it's going to be a pretty chaotic show. I will make a... A um, oh, yeah. next week's gonna be a long. Yeah, don't say that. Don't show. Go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we know. We know what next week show. is. We know what next yeah, week and, is. And I and I have. I do have some some surprises, uh, but I'm still in the middle of making them. But I appreciate everyone for coming through, and we'll we'll see you next week for like the six hour show. Yeah, it's, <laughs> gonna, be, it's gonna be nuts, no doubt. <laughs> Lord Soft, where can the five people find you? What you got going on, sir? Yeah, first off, big shout out to One Bad Mother for coming through. Always a pleasure to, to get your, your takes on stuff on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rikari, man, like I, I got to say, I'm always super partial to people whose stories resemble ours, right? The, this mm-hmm. idea of where you come from, sort of not defining who you are. And uh, early on when, when Cog was trying to give you your flowers about, you know, being the first in line or whatever, and you you pushed back a little bit and said it's just it's pride, right? Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, we talked a lot about maturity and not being ready for the opportunities that are presented to us and i think a lot of times what happens is when we're young that pride kind of evolves into drive right mm-hmm. and, and i think that's key to your story like you see the opportunities you finally were at the maturity level where you could understand where they could take you and you took them and you ran with it and then at the same time like you think about we you learn about your own worth you're like okay now i could do this for myself and I'm not gonna under. I'm not. I'm not gonna kind of undersell myself. Yeah, yeah. And 
and you know it, it's like fantastic because at too. first yeah. yeah because for for us like we see you initially when you left xbox for us it's like oh damn whatever but mm. you see how it opens up different doors for you and now you have more freedom the yeah. kind of than you've ever had mm-hmm. um and now you can sort of write your own check so a fantastic story man yeah. uh, i wish you nothing but the best and obviously we'll be following your career so oh, you already know already thank you man salute thank you salute and that's all i got everybody enjoy your sunday memorial day all that good stuff and uh yeah next week will be a big one probably the prediction show shout oh someone just came is that the last yeah. one yeah okay yeah we got no, to get two okay get it necromancer zale ten dollars super chat xbox needs more of the burgers fries and shakes this generation <laughs> no they do not we're good <laughs> yes we do not we, we had enough gears halo for us we, 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 thank you very much look unless it's like one of those Pristine burgers. Yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. I'm biased. Exactly. Unless it's Gears Tactics exactly. too, that I might be. Exactly. Okay, what else we got? Then we got Lord Metroid. $2. By the way, the PAX East coverage was excellent. Thank you. Thank oh, you, thank sir. You, Appreciate that. Almost, that. that. That coverage almost killed me. Yeah, we killed us. We, we definitely yeah. did. We're glad you guys enjoyed it. Shout out to Audible. He's on <laughs> Twitch right now watching us. He said, I caught y'all moving. That's the guy that does the beats for us. Then you got Necromancer again. I will say the yeah. Ohio cuisine was good, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, last one. Then we got to go. Ne- Necromancer Zale, $5. Super chat, Cog. You need to get Maddie on board for more of Xbox's burgers, fries, and shakes. <laughs> last show when you were talking about it. <laughs> didn't look happy. I agree with Maddie. I agree with Maddie. Forget about that. Yeah, shout out to Maddie. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he'll be on that. Who spot. knows where we next see Maddie? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Look, everybody, enjoy your Sunday. We up out of here. Peace. <laughs>